Incorporated. Bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. That is pretty cool. What a great opening shot. I know. The Modern Eater Show, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, or we'll call it tonight, Dane's Kitchen, Chef Dane's Kitchen, in the house tonight on the Modern Eater Show. We're going to have some great food. It's going to be a great show tonight. Look at that chocolate mousse. I know. I want that job, to just sit there and eat that. I want to just eat all of Chef Dane's food. Because it's going to be great. I've looked over his menu. Sit back, relax. The Modern Eater Show from Studio Kitchen, Colorado tonight. As we continue into January, just full barreling into spring. And there's so oh. much on my mind. You I know it's wait. spring, right? But it's, you know, what's in town, right? You know, every year, stock, stock show. show. Stock show. Stock show. Good time of year. Go down there. Check out the rodeo. Eat some of the outdoor food. What am I doing right now online? What are you? I'm going to Facebook.com, and I'm loading up the Modern Eater What am I doing? I'm going to go to www.themoderneater.com and click the link there to watch the show. Uh, Whatever you do, share it. That's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) Your sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Absolutely. (laughs) Great show tonight. We've got the first hour, Chef Dane's Dane's Kitchen, and uh, Dane will be with us as uh, well as Hannah. CDK Luxury Catering. I like it. I was looking at it. And um, first of all, do you like to cook? You know I love to cook, man. I like to cook, too. Right? Yep. Um, Richie? (laughs) Richie is. He's he's on the other side of that spectrum. (laughs) Not so much. Richie likes to to do takeout. (laughs) Chef Dane's perfect for you because elevated cooking, right? Yeah. Come to your house. Cook for you. Cook for a dinner party. Oh, wow. Uh, maybe just cook for Little Rich. That would be kind of cool. Just come over. Who's eating? Just Little just Rich. Me. <laughs> just me. <laughs> I can see that happen. But uh, elevated cuisine cooked um, at your place, right? Jay, would you do that? Uh, or would you cook? No, I mean, I, I, I would bring him over, like, on a personal thing, almost like to cheat and, and get a, a test or a uh, an education yeah. out of it, and then I, and then I would cook myself for the dinner party. That's what I would do. Jay, a single guy like you, I think what you use is him for your backup. He makes you look good. You have a hot date. You have no, I can't chef ha- Dane I can't, come over. Have you seen? Make the food, and then all of a sudden Jay lays it out. No, because like, it's impossible. Listen, Jay to have man. a hot date. Come on. L- listen, <laughs> first of all, and this is the truth. Like Chef Dane is is too attractive to have in my home with anybody else. I'm working on. It. You know, I don't need that kind of stress. You know what I mean? Where it's like when, you're invisible. when Chef leaves, the, my my date leaves with him coincidentally at the same time, and then everything's awkward. I, I stop payment on the credit card, yeah, and you, you know. You get a bill. You still get a bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. That's what I'm saying. My car got stolen. You lost your appetite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Point. I'm allergic to tortellini. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you're, you're not uh, wrong, right? Okay, so that's why you got to get full value. Go to themoderneater.com. Watch this stream, and he's just cooking away, cooking up a storm in the kitchen. Next hour, it's kind of booze-centric. And uh, what we're looking at, Charlie Gottenkinney. And Jake Conover from Brews Beers, those gents are in the house. They just opened up a yes. new location. Yes, we're going to yeah. talk about that. On Colfax and York. York. Yep. And he's a new brewer. 
and New Brewer as well. Yeah, yeah they have a lot going on. We'll catch yep. up with uh, those gents as well as 7.30. Zach Nichols from Cellar West Artesian Ales. He's here as well. And then booze in the news, all the booze news you can use. Eric and Austin are here from Balmer, Balmer Peak Balmer. Distillery. Balmer. Have you seen, it's Balmer in, Peak. You know where it is, right? Lakewood? Yep. Yeah. Up in Green Mountain. You've been, Richie. That's where I graduated high school. Oh, is it really? About 100 years ago, yeah. Oh, oh not at the that. distillery? No. <laughs> well, back then, it could have been. <laughs> I could see Actually, that. I had a full-ride scholarship to, uh, what was that uh, dry-out place? Uh, never mind, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, Red Rocks. <laughs> so, I like to make a dish lobster tortellini. But how, maybe this is going on deaf ears. Rich is like, oh, cool, Greg. <laughs> yeah. Glad you like doing it. So I, as I make the pasta and I put together and I put all this delicious tortle, or, uh, lobster that I, that I make into the pasta, I think only about two out of five survive, if that. Oh, dude, Once really, it hits the water, all bets home. are off. I gotta learn. Well, well now it's yeah. lobster soup. Well, we actually, yeah, but it's you know. overcooking it to the moment it's you overcook waste. it, it opens it's up. There's all kinds terrible. of things that can go wrong. So I can't wait to uh, talk to Chef Dane about that. Richie, one thing that we've been talking about, especially this week, and we're seeing this year as far as businesses and marketing goes. Mm-hmm. Man, it's an interesting thing, and the thoughts that you have. Um, you know, a lot of people know you from the Modern Eater, but also Rockalitas. It's kind of weird to say it that way. You know, this audience knows you from the Modern Eater, <laughs> yeah. but there's a whole lot other audience that just knows you from Rockalitas mm-hmm. tortillas. Mm-hmm. Um, take uh, take 20 seconds to talk about Rockalitas, which is a weird thing. Well, well, okay, Rockalitas tortillas. Uh, right now, Colorado's oldest tortilla manufacturer, but we're not resting on our laurels. We're all about innovation, about becoming hyper-local, about really selling inspiration in every box. So I want to get chefs that they may they may just start to, to get in that thing of where they're phoning it in, and then they find out all that we do on a simple corn tortilla, and they're like, oh my, I, I've got to step up my game. And so I want to inspire people as well. Mm-hmm. So that's what we do. So over the years, right, with your brand, has it always just been a hit brand that's sold out? You, you can't make enough <laughs> chips and, and uh, tortillas for folks? That's almost comical because, no, not until we learned marketing and, and implemented and executed marketing did any of it matter because we could have been doing all this cool stuff and nobody knows. And so, you know, that's really why I got involved here is to create a marketing vehicle for these small food companies, and, and we're small, our small local companies, sure. for them to start learning about sales and marketing and positioning and advertising. Because most of them think, well, sales and marketing is the same thing. And it it's, has nothing, almost, uh, they're opposite ends of it. Yeah. Basically, your marketing is what makes the phone ring. Sales answers the phone. That's it. Go over that again, because I thought that was hilarious when you talk about uh, folks. You had a partner once, right, in the supplement business. And you were the guy that was always out on the street, right? And what did your partner do? Yeah, it just cracks me up. He was like, man, you're out uh, you know, going all over the place, and I'm here answering the phone. He sat there and, you know, and he stared and, at a phone all day thinking yeah, it would yeah. ring, right? You've, and, you know, that's the thing is you've got to spend – you've got to allocate that money in your operating budget. Trust me. Pets, Wait, hold pet, on. You're trying to tell people that, it, especially in, in food industry, food service, that you should take an allocated amount of your money and budget it to marketing? If you what? want to succeed, absolutely. How do you do that consistently, though, Rick? You know, you've just got to, well, these are part of the things that we've put here. For example, when we did this, when I left in the supplement business, and I was in it about five years, just long enough to lose everything that I had and a little more. 
And coming but wait, back, he was answering the phones. <laughs> <laughs> but but and so we started doing just a little bit of marketing, and we and also we realized we don't even have to be great because no one else is doing any marketing whatsoever. And so what is marketing? Marketing is claiming your position, letting people know what to expect, what you are, what you're not. Are you the expensive brand? Are you the cheap brand? Are you this or that? And expressing that, you know, expressing that. Uh, owning that position, that marketing thing, so people know what to expect from you. But I see so many people that they're, they want to increase their sales. We'll see this in a restaurant, or we'll see this in a food manufacturer. And it's it's backwards, is that they will say, I need to increase my sales. I'm going to go hire more salespeople. And it's totally backwards. because the And this is what we were talking about. Greg and I were talking about this the other night. If you have a restaurant and you go, I need more, I, I gotta, I've got to sell more food. I know what to do. I'm going to hire more waitresses and have them standing in the in the dining room. That does not bring anyone. Everyone here is laughing about it, but that's literally what you're doing. And so you've got to, you know, the first thing you've got to market. You got to let people know what you are, what you're not, what kind of food you have, what to expect, and a compelling reason to come see you. Yeah. And then, you know, once you do the marketing right, then the salespeople have something to, you know, they're they're selling. Yeah. They have someone to sell, it's, or a car dealer yep. if they just hire more people to stand on the lot. There's not going to be one more car sure. coming up. And it's such a disruptive age right now in marketing to where there's so many innovative ways. And it can be confusing. I mean, we offer marketing services for folks as well, and we like to sit down and give them a consultation. And that's exactly what we'll do. But marketing uh, in, in a world of where traditional media became so true with print, television, radio, you couldn't even get into the ball game. Now there's other options to where you can get in and market your position. Just what you said, you need to delineate what your company is. And what's cool is Masha is here with Chef Dane's Kitchen. She's going to come on in the 645 segment. Awesome. We're going to talk a little bit about how do you market this? How, how do you do that? How do you continually beat the drum? And what are some of the new innovative ways to be able to market your product, to bring it to people? You've got to. And I tell you, these businesses that don't have a marketing budget built in somewhere on their on a line item. That's just crazy, there, it, it's, it is. It's crazy. Trust me, Pepsi-Cola spends more on marketing per can than they do the sugar or the, or the, the water. That it takes can. to make it. Well, I'll tell you one thing that from an owner's perspective that's the biggest challenge is staying on top of what you need to be doing for marketing because, yes. as you know, yes. business changes. The environment changes. Yeah. The way yep. people are... Buying. are Yes. Yep. The, the way they are disseminating their information is always changing. And so... I think, you know, that's that's one thing as business owners, it's tricky. Why I love being involved with you guys and the Modern Eater is just because of the fact that I really do feel like we t we're able to touch a lot of people from just really a social networking place, from we're coming down here and showing people what good food is all about, right? What good spirits and distiller distilleries and breweries is all about, our food scene, what it means to be hyper-local. I because you're bored. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought you did. Oh, you nailed it. How did you know that? How did you know? Jump off, jump into the little rich corner. I uh, got Chris over there. Uh, this is fantastic. We'll break away from Studio Kitchen Colorado, or tonight, I mean Chef Dane's Kitchen, because uh, that's what it is. Chef Dane's going to join us in the next segment. We'll break away right now. We'll come back in a flash. Little Rich is with Chef Christopher Moore from Metro uh, Degree Metropolitan Food and Drink. So we'll break away now, come back in a flash, stay here, and listen to our sponsor's commercial on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Thanks, Jared. Great first segment. The guy on the left, God, get him out of there. His voice is like a rake on a chalkboard, for God's sake. Wow. Get him away. Get him away. Uh, hey, I've got my dear, my dear friend, Chris Moore. Chris Moore. How you guys doing? He's, 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 what a dynamic chef. 
And also, so I, I want to talk. I want him to talk a little bit about what's happening at where you work. So Tell de- him where you work. So, degree Metropolitan Food and Drink. Yes. Uh, we're getting. We're at the Hospitality Learning Center at Metropolitan State University. Now, where is that? That's right, right across the street from Pepsi yeah. Center. It's that cool looking and, building you drive by. And and awesome. we get we have parking parking for Pepsi Center events, and we're getting ready to change our change our menu, uh, coming into the winter winter menu and doing lots of fun cool things, globally inspired food. Colorado-based, globally-inspired food. Um, had you and I had a great conversation about like getting away and allowing ourselves to get away. Yes. So let's get away. And I got away, went to Guatemala, had a great time, and energized, recharged, ready for 2020 because this is going to be a great year. It is now. This menu, this is going to be. This has got your DNA. This is in it this now. is uh, this is my second DNA menu. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you something. Get down to the Metropolitan. Taste Absolutely. what this guy makes. He's awesome. One Thank of the you. best in the state. Highly respected Cheers, in the whole brother. industry. Cheers. Love you. We'll be right back. Do you have the insurance you need? When we opened Studio Kitchen Colorado, home of the modern eater, we had no idea what insurance we needed. We didn't even know where to begin. Times like that, I turned to the experts. Our insurance expert, Brian Brenning with the Ewing Levitt Agency. Brian makes the coverage discovery process easy and seamless. Here's what you can expect from Brian and the team at Ewing Levitt. The absolute safest coverage, fair, low rates, quick response time, and honest, straightforward service. I've been in business 40 years. I trust Brian Brenning and Ewing Levitt. Agency. He's not just an insurance expert. He's my friend. Make him your friend and expert, too, by calling the Ewing Levitt Agency today, 970-679-7374. For the best and most reliable insurance coverage, that's 970-679-7374. It's the Ewing Levitt Agency. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers, Denver's award-winning Belgian-style brewery. I am very pleased to tell you that our new tap room at Colfax and York in Congress Park is now open and it is a unique experience. It's close to great restaurants, has a big sunny patio for warmer days, will feature live music, and it has a very cool contemporary Belgian style bar and tap room. To celebrate our second location, we have 18 beers on tap, including several limited edition sour and barrel aged beers. For some holiday good cheer, Try our figgy pudding and our unique champagne beer, Brut Le Grand. Check it all out on our website, brewsbeers.com. That's brews, spelled B-R-U-Z, at 67th and Pecos, and now open in Congress Park at Colfax in York. Join us this week at either location for some serious Belgian-style badass. Hey, Colorado. This is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater Talk Show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years, and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Wear black and eat spices. Hey, Modern Eater listeners, this is Zach from The Spice Guy, Colorado's favorite spice company. Spice is the variety of life. At The Spice Guy, we have a passion for sourcing the best ingredients from the best farmers all over the world. Choose from thousands of different GMO-free spices and ingredients, or let us create and blend custom flavor profiles for whatever style of food it is that you're working with. With over 1,000 restaurants, food brands, and chefs behind us, Second till the return. wrong when you choose The Spice Guy for all your spice needs the spice guy spicy born in breck raised in denver the spice guy co.com hey this is brother luck from colorado springs 
All right, you ready? <laughs> Owner of Four My Brother Luck and Lucky Dumpling. I mean, he's, he's a very, very impressive man. And you're rocking with the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hey, welcome back to Studio Kitchen Colorado, or tonight, Chef Dane's Kitchen. Right. I'm excited about what's treat? coming across here. Yeah, this he, looks good. He lugged over this uh, great cutting board from Elon, who brought it this weekend. A knife too, yep. uh, Chef Dane. Hi, and hey, how's it going, guys? Thank yeah. you for having me, Chef Dane's Kitchen. Yeah, yeah, that's Thanks cool. For, yeah, right. thank it's, you. Take it over tonight. It's not. It's kind of not your, but you're used to that. Right? Yeah, no, kinda really, come, right? Come in, cook, get sure. out, talk about what you do. So uh, yeah, we we do a kind of a fine dining style catering. Uh, come into your home, do multi course dinners, uh, bring everything, plates, silverware, glassware, and everything, and try you to bring treat, the whole like the whole thing. Yeah, 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 and then kind of treat it like a restaurant, but in your home. So it's kind of like an added value, right? You don't have to leave your house, you can not do wear you, shoes. Do you ever get somewhere and they've got an electric? Yeah. Stove and yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. This is yeah, gonna be a long night. It's gonna be long. But so, yeah, we just kind of figure it out. Yeah. So m- most of the times we try to like vet the houses that we're going to, and and yeah. lucky for us, we're like all the homes are huge and gorgeous. Yeah. Cause, so yeah, you're laying down the money. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. So how do you, you know, I know a few people kind of like Chef Linda Hampton Fox. Uh-huh. She went this route for a long time. Oh yeah. I mean, well, she was like a personal it. chef for Jane Goodall and people like that. I mean, yeah. So, did you I mean, do a little of that? That's kind of how we started. Yeah. We, I mean, I, I moved out from uh, from Vale. Uh, I was working for the Four Seasons for a while and and just kind of got burned out with that. And so I uh, kind of saw an opportunity to move down to Denver and start like private chefing. I had like one client, but uh, I kind of just kind of believed in like the word of mouth, right? So yeah. Uh, and lucky, just like one person called me, another person called me, and and so we uh, were lucky enough to kind of get a bigger business and. and and, uh, you know, we were able to hire, you know, um, Hannah here, yeah. and we have a couple other people that we hired here and uh, kind of built it into a business, and it's, it's pretty fun. Do you find yourself all over Denver, or is there specific neighborhoods that you keep? Um, we, tr- I mean, we definitely, like, kind of attract, like, the Cherry Creek, kind of Greenwood Village, um, gotcha. Cherry Hills, uh, but we go everywhere, man. We, a lot you of know, referral, too, I would it, imagine. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we were talking marketing a little bit. Uh, we do a little bit of marketing, Instagram, obviously, um, but I think the biggest marketing tool is just word of mouth, and I that's kind of what drives so, our yeah. business. And and we try to kind of keep some sense of exclusivity, and and um, people just kind of keep passing us along. It's great. Yeah, get a sweet lady in Cherry Creek posted on next door. Yeah, saying right? something about like, it. I yeah. mean, boom. Yeah. Perfect. So and it just it just keeps going, and and every year, uh, you know, this is our third year now, and. You know, we're obviously doing better than the last year, and it just kind of keeps progressing. And it's yeah, you got to be crazy around the holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. December we did. I think we had like twenty five events. Wow. Yeah. So almost every day of the week. Yeah, but and even though I'm sure the some were stacked up over the weekend. Yeah, and but. like Hannah had one event of a hundred, and I had another event of a hundred, and we wow. just kind of broke up, found as many servers as we could, and yeah, um, yeah. So we're gonna dig in. Chef Dane's kitchen. Chef Dane here with us right now. Also, Hannah's gonna come on, and Mosh is gonna come on as well. Talk to marketing yeah, yeah talking about business that entrepreneurial spirit was in you obviously yeah yeah my dad owns his own business kind of saw him how he did it and kind of grew and um I, you know I, I honestly i just kind of sick of like you know in that corporate world I get it, yeah. yeah and uh kind of want to work for myself and just kind of see what happens yeah and at this point you're unemployable 
Yeah, just right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how I feel about myself, but it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it was probably like you said, you had that one client, that one client, you were probably like, well, can I make my car payment with this? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was, you're thinking bare bones. Yeah. And I'll add on to that, which you obviously did. Yeah. Add on from there. Absolutely. And I'm looking at the website, by the way, Chef's Dane, ChefDane'sKitchen.com. Yeah. Very easily. Yeah. You yeah. go on the w- website, you've got the menus laid out. You've pretty much done the work. And, yeah. And that's what a lot of people do. The number one valuable thing that people are buying these days do you know what it is time time Time. yeah well we're we're in a a time industry yeah or or we're in a time lifestyle these days where time is a commodity yeah and uh and quality yep as well so yeah is there a cuisine you gravitate towards um i think that's kind of like the beauty of catering is like we kind of um can do most cuisines i think I, i can't really do indian food that's kind of like the that's only, your limiting that's like factor, the, yeah, yeah but i do like i have a fair amount of like asian touches in 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 our dishes that we do italian obviously we we're going to do some tortellini here um but yeah we kind of gravitate more it's towards asian stuff asian style food oh really um what's but, your um, favorite dish to make uh we do a uh take a steak tartare that we do uh but it's like thai style so like larb have you i'm definitely not pronouncing that right but uh it's kind of a, it's like a fish sauce soy lime mint and cilantro uh, we do a steak tartare out of that and do like a puffed rice cracker instead of a piece of bread. Um, and yeah, it, it's an, it's an awesome dish. It's kind so of unique. Do you stay within the lane of what you, or do people dream something up and say, chef, I would really like if you do my grandma's well, dish. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but like you said, like some of the menu items, uh, or our website, we have pretty much like turnkey menus right. that we can pick from. Yeah. Um, and then if, if someone's like, well, I kind of want like a, I don't know, lobster risotto or something. Yeah, we can absolutely do that. And I think that's kind of like the beauty of catering. It's like yeah. we kind of do whatever the client wants, and then we kind of put our fine dining kind of restaurant-style touches on it. So, all right. Yeah. So restaurant. first of all, people are so – Jay, convince him that he doesn't like people. Uh, well, I, I just want to hear a story. <laughs> of, he went over to somebody's house. He thought everything's yeah. normal. Next thing you know, he's not cooking it right. You know, for the lady that paid him to come over and cook. And it's like, listen, I know how to cook chicken parmesan, chef. And I'm telling you right now, you're not cooking it right. That's my mom. You you don't let her And then, you know, then it's like, that's where I go. Like, okay, well, watch how quick I pack up all this stuff, you know, and and scream something at you on my way out the door. So so here was uh, the point that I was going to try and make is that it's hard enough to be a restaurant chef. When you have your customers come in, and obviously there are folks that are ordering off the menu. Yeah, food sensitivities, allergies, uh, just things that people don't want to have. Yeah. Picky, picky uh, eaters within their menu. So that's just a restaurant, right? Which yeah. you can say, all right, this is what I provide you. When I eat that, fine. Yeah. Well, how do you deal with just everybody's little nuances of what they can't just to cook to taste? Yeah, I mean, because you know, you're we, in their house at that point to where they're putting the salt on usually. Yeah, I, you know, honestly, we've had. Um, We've been very fortunate that we haven't had, like, a big blow-up of someone that says, like, oh, I hate this, you know. Um, obviously, people are, are specific in their dietary restrictions. And so are you asking nut allergies? Yeah. So, like, yeah, when, when we, when we like, first talk to the client, we're like, all right, any allergies we need to know of. Uh, you know, I, we have a dinner tomorrow night for 30 people, and I think uh, it's all gluten-free. So we're doing a four-course dinner of all gluten-free items, which is, 
easy, uh, but we just kind of play it around and, and, and figure it out. And, um, yeah, it, work, it works for them. But, yeah, we do kind of let them know, like, hey, like, what, you know, it, any dietary restrictions, anything we need to know about, and then we go from there. Let's say, how are we on time? Two minutes? I probably, yeah, I'm going to set this question up. Right, we'll cool. break, and then yeah, we're yeah. going to do some demo type cool, of cool, stuff. Cool. Make sure you hit Facebook or themoderneater.com during the break if you're not watching right now because this will be cool. Chef Dane's going to um, – we're going to roll some tortellini together. Yeah. Um, here's the question. You just talked about a gluten-free dinner tomorrow night. Certain products that you source. Yeah. Sourcing important to you? Don't. Okay. We're going to come back. Sourcing is one of those things to where it's like uh, you get it down and you're buying certain ingredients and you know what you want on your menu. But how do you not only do you, do you broaden your horizons or do you want to or do you continue to work with the same people that have gotten you there yeah well and we'll have a test on these microgreens I to see it. if greg can call I, those out from across the table can I don't greg know hollenbeck I do it <laughs> maybe we'll see okay let's break away right now chef dane hyatt here with us and uh it's cool the whole cast and crew masha what do you think you like the show Thumbs up. I like That's it. good. I like right. it. Perfect. Hey, and a, and a big shout out to all the people listening. Yeah, go ahead. I really want to thank all of our viewers and listeners that come in every Saturday night to hear what we have to say. Check out all our awesome guests that come down to the studio kitchen. So a big shout out to all the chefs, all the entrepreneurs and purveyors that come down to the Modern Eater and all those people out there listening. Thank cool you. Stuff. Yeah, no doubt. 6.30 on 6.30 KHOW. Breakaway right now from Studio Kitchen Colorado or tonight, Chef's Dane's Kitchen right here. Off to the Little Ridge Corner on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Thank you, Greg. That's a great segment. Look what I got here. I've got some Balmer Peak Distillery gin. And Balmer Peak's pretty cool. Green Mountain, that's where I'm from. That's right. So, I mean, tell us what's 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 special about this gin. So this gin is actually um, a little different. It's Australian-inspired. Um, so oh. we use botanicals and flavors that are native to Australia. So eucalyptus, pepperberry, lemon myrtle, finger limes, trying to be a little more unique. And we, I know we're going to have some great cocktails over on the on the corner. Yeah, there's going to be some really tasty drinks. So how long has Balmer Peak Distillery been around? Uh, we've been open for just over two months. We opened in November of, of last year. Wow. Wow. Hey, so where are you located? Uh, we're I know where, but where? you tell <laughs> Alameda and Xenon. Uh, so it, you go up to Alameda, past Union, hang a left about the second light, past Union. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, we're on the right-hand side there, right up in the, nestled in the foothills of the of Green Mountain. Yeah, see, you guys have it all cleared out. We, when I, I was, I'm so old, we were cleaning the dinosaurs out of there when we, <laughs> to make it ready. Watch this, this is going to be a good segment coming up. Hey, we've got a couple words from our sponsors coming up. The Goods, oh, love me, love me, Mark. Ardent Mills Flower, Fourth, and Aspen Baking. Ah, uh, see, I'm the one. Who but I also want to eat where I know my money is going to a local restaurant that I believe in. I believe in the Goods Restaurant on Colfax and Mark Whistler. The Goods is a community restaurant and bar with a menu focusing on vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, and keto options. Comfort food lovers, try the best burger on planet Earth. I love it. Eight ounces of grass-fed beef and never ever any hormones.
hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. The Goods is truly a cultural melting pot, a family restaurant open to all. Their bar program is amazing. Saddle up at their long, luxurious bar, have a nice craft beer or a cocktail. Like their Facebook page and stay up on amazing events and specials going on throughout the week. Located on East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Across from East High School with free parking and a garage in back. Look them up online, thegoodsrestaurant.com. I'll see you at the goods. Want to bake the best? Bake with the best. Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas and the Modern Eater. Our wraps fold cold and don't break open, yet they're soft and delicious. What's my secret? Ardent Mills. Organic, ancient, and heirloom grains like quinoa, spelt, and more. Locally headquartered in Denver, Colorado, Ardent Mills provides the industry's broadest range of traditional and organic flours, whole grains, customized blends, and specialty products dedicated to providing the culinary industry with the next grains and unique plant-based ingredients. I love Ardent Mills, and I know you will too. To bake the best, you must use the best. Learn more at ardentmills.com. Taxes, payroll, and workman's comp? Ugh. If you're a business owner, I bet hearing me say those dirty words made you cringe. Hi, I'm Rebecca Berry with Forth, and I know growing and managing a business can seem overwhelming and just daunting at times. But at Forth, we've got you covered. Forth knows you want to take your business to the next level. 30 seconds till I read. You need and will allow you to free up your time and resources to do what you do best, grow and manage your business. Call me. Let's talk about how I can help. 720-436-8047. That's 720-436-8047. Rebecca with Forth. Hey, brewery and restaurant owners, listen up. 10 seconds till I read. 8% on your natural gas bill? Of course you do. Saving money is making money. Your savings is just a phone call away. Call Brian Rizzuto now. 720-245-5771. 720-245-5771. Right, Core Energy. <laughs> Not related to the appliance company right, at all. Huh. Back to the show in just a second, you guys. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about Aspen Baking Company. Delicious local bread, fresh, daily. No uh, preservatives, no artificial coloring, no chemicals in any of that stuff. And it's AspenBaking.com. Whether you're into hoagies, focaccias, ciabattas, baguettes, croissants, bear claws, lobster rolls, pound cakes, coffee cakes. I like a, a focaccia sandwich with a little bit of rosemary they put in there, some sliced turkey, some white onions, a little bit of oregano, a little bit of olive oil. That's what I do. But you do what you want to do, but wherever you do it, you do it at AspenBaking.com. They do catering also with some delicious Rome sausage in there. So we're going to do the website one more time, and then it's back to the show with Chef Dane's Kitchen. It's AspenBaking.com. Hi, Michael Myers from Distillery 291. I'll say whatever you want me to say. <laughs> That'll get me in trouble. Ride it like you stole it. Drink it like you own it. You're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Hey, welcome back to the show, The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. From Studio Kitchen, Colorado, or tonight, it's Chef Dane's Kitchen. <laughs> Why not? Chef Dane Hyatt here with us. Yep. And Masha Kenmore with a K. Hi. Good to see you. you know, I was going to do that, <laughs> didn't you? Love it. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they've turned into friends. Yeah. I mean, instantly. Here yeah. we are in the kitchen, uh, just chopping it up. We're going to have to, you know, Brian... Ever have a dinner party up in Evergreen, your fancy house? Yes. We're the people. Yeah, I know. We, we, I, I want to get it catered, trust me, because I usually find myself in the kitchen the whole time, that's, and I can't mingle, even yeah. though people keep coming to me to yeah. say hi. But uh, Chef Dane's yeah. Kitchen.com. 
I know. Now I have a new outlet for it. We come to Evergreen. Exactly. Best way to get a hold of you guys, right? Yeah, absolutely. Instagram, too, at Chef Dane's Kitchen. You better have some good pictures up there. Yeah, we try. Yeah, we put some stuff up. I got to get better at social media, but Hannah takes some awesome photos and Mosh as well. And all price ranges, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're. Service everyone. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. We're kind of like, you know, more or less on the higher end. We're basically like a little more expensive than a restaurant, but again, we bring it to your home. So there's just more of an added value so you're there. not going to do like company the guys retire and he gets the watch in the taco bar you, you yeah we try to stay away from the taco bar that's just like my enemy right there that and like the slider station or something yeah so, so. he knows what he wants to do yeah. Yeah. yeah well do people ever ask you to cook extra so you're there oh, yeah. making catering and i'm like oh what about tomorrow night yeah and the next night no we, we definitely have a client uh that we, we do a lot of dinners for and then he's just like hey man can you just always make some extra for us for for the next day and because uh, they travel a bunch so they'll bring it on the airplane or whatever and and yeah so oh, nice. man i just want to know people like that yeah <laughs> i know right <laughs> that's really cool yeah we're gonna do some demo type yeah. stuff yeah we're gonna, we're gonna show you that roll some tortellini i told you my lobster tor- tortellini yeah. deal. i like to make the lobster tortellini it's just like you said turns into starch soup with the beautiful <laughs> lobster, and then I get so defeated. Yeah. I give it. It's like, I'm, am I not pinching it well enough? You gotta, it's all about that seal, right? It's all. Yeah, it's yeah. gotta be. It's, but it's, okay, are you sealing with a fork, your fingers? No. So you got a little egg wash here. I was um, just gonna ask. Yeah, you, you egg gotta wash. Have the wash. Right? Gotta have the egg yeah. wash. Yeah, yeah. And then you just. You, so we have these. Um, these little yeah, you know, rounds here. Yeah. So here. we have this. Um, obviously, make sure you have some flour here, right? Um, and then uh, whatever you mix it, so lobster, whatever. Yeah. So this is just some uh, homemade uh, ricotta, garlic, uh, parsley, lemon, zest, and some salt and pepper. Right? I got to see the ratio. Maybe I'm putting too much in. Yeah. Well, Maybe I mean, I'm getting over ambitious. You just got to do too. like about that much, right? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Nothing too. Yeah. Nothing. So then so just it's just a beat, uh, an egg, uh, beat with some water. Yep. Right. And how are you making your pasta, chef? Uh, so there's a hundred different recipes, right? Sure. So uh, this recipe is um, about two cups of flour, six egg yolks, one egg, um, olive oil, and then I use either cream, milk. I like using goat's milk. Kind of gives it nice kind of, you know, uh, grass kind of flavor, kind of herb flavor. Uh, and, um, yeah, and that's it. And just kind of mix it up until it forms a, a ball. Let it sit for a half hour and then have at it. Have at it. Yeah. Any kind of flour? Uh, I use AP flour, yeah. Okay, you just semolina purpose, flour, okay. yeah. So, like for stuffing pasta, uh, AP flour works great. Uh, and then if you're using a pasta extruder, it's semolina flour, uh, and then it's basically just water and, and yeah. Our listeners are at home are probably killing us, but as you're doing that, oh, yeah, talk yeah. about ingredients yeah. because I set up before the break. Yeah. I said, so, yeah, talk absolutely. about where you're getting stuff. So we, we try to get as much local as possible. Yeah. Obviously, since we're not a restaurant, we don't have to keep a giant inventory. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we do rely on Whole Foods or local markets that we can grab probably stuff from. Probably a lot. A lot. Yeah, yeah, a good amount. Uh, you know, we try to pick up stuff from Rebel Farms as much as we can. From uh, I'm up in the Highlands, so we try to do uh, Highlands Farmer's Market. And as much as we can, We you know, we'll, we'll definitely go local uh but obviously sometimes you have to so yeah. we got a guy that owns an organic produce company perfect there we go and, and oh there we go organic. let's do it well, yeah and we'll uh, have to hook up yeah let me know yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah i would yeah. think that from a marketing standpoint some of that cool sourcing stuff would yeah. maybe be of a benefit to have a a, a pig purveyor or a, absolutely a, a rancher that's yeah. giving you great yeah. cattle and and to be able to list it by name that that and put their stories behind it too. yeah we we had a wagyu company that we were working with they're out of iowa though uh cow kow great stuff great product 
product, uh, Wagyu company. It's it's amazing. We'd stuff. like to net- actually. Yeah. We should network more. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Kind of I think that'd be cool, and I think we could do some dinners in here. Yeah, that'd be, yeah. That'd be rad. Yeah, we yeah. do a summer dinner series. Oh, okay. In the in the kitchen here, and we. So what we yeah, do that in, could be really cool. Yeah, in, yeah. we should get in. Yeah, we, talk about right that. on. I'm glad you came on tonight. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, in June we go on a 10 day road trip, and and every year Brian, me, and Jay we go and we travel the state and we go collect ingredients. Yeah, we visit these farmers, ranchers, distillers, brewers. And then we have top chefs here in town like Keegan Gerhardt, Carrie Baird, Justin Brunson, Brother Luck. They all come back. And and one Tuesday throughout the summer, they get their chance to come in here into the kitchens. We have the farmers on the TVs, and they're talking to the people eating. Oh, that's right. It turns into just a real cool community type of thing. Yeah, that's right. That's awesome. Yep. Right up your alley. To, Let me know to do something like yeah. that. I digress. Oh yeah, yeah. Learn more. Yeah, so yeah, so filling that, about that much, right? So it's just making a half moon as best you can. Uh, your problem might be is like you want to make sure all the air is kind of pushed out of it because if you leave some in there, you throw it in the water, it'll just kind of burst. I think I'm overstuffing this. Yeah, well. you might yeah, be. Yeah. So yeah, just try to seal as best you can, right? And then it's just I don't know, it's quick motion, just kind of roll it around your finger, kind of pinch it tight. Yeah. So you don't get down with the fork, huh? You I go mean, around that thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not really. And then you, I, I mean, like I don't know. You just kind of okay. Talk yeah. to me about your water. It should get, it should be at a rumble, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. So we have it boiling. Um, Hannah's got it going over there. Um, so it's boiling with a little salt, um, and that's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah. So, so should it just be at a slow rumble or no, like a full full boil? Full yeah, boil. yeah, yeah. Because the temperature does change once you put your Absolutely. ingredients yeah. in there. As so well. we, I've actually had a dinner where we've we've done that where we've thrown like I don't know, forty pieces in there that have been frozen, and it cools down the water, and so it just kind of it doesn't make the 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 tortellini as you know uh, the texture is as good as it can be. So uh, you definitely want to make sure it's a rolling roaring boil, uh, a little salt, and that's it. Let go. How yeah. long? How long would you? Go uh, so with the fresh pasta, it doesn't take as long as obviously with the dried. Um, so it's about until they float. So it's probably like four to five minutes. And will they stick? Do you stir it? Yeah, you kind of want to shake the pot a little bit, or kind of stir it, um, you know, lightly because you don't want to like break them. So you just kind of keep kind of stirring a little bit, shake the water a little bit, and kind of go from there. Okay. And what happens if you do get an uh oh in there? Uh, do you just pluck it out as you just pluck as it you out as, as it? yeah as best you can, right? Don't let it sit there. And there, I got this dished up for you yeah, here. All right. Come on, throw me some. There we go. Let me get down. On get some flour there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, you want one? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do this. Put yeah. that down for me, but yeah. here, but it's pretty much done, right? I'm yeah. Just well, gonna flip this thing over. So make yeah half moon. There's that. There's a little. Uh, there you go. Get that air out of there. So right here from the inside. Yeah, yeah. First. And just kind of push out. I, yep. I put. I leave a little Eisenhower tunnel right there first, man. <laughs> yeah. To get that right in the middle. Out. Yeah. Oh, oh, see now what happens that's, when you get a little juice fine. that comes that's fine. out of there? Just, it's not going to give. Yeah, me it's not. It's been, as long as it's sealed, right? It's fine. Uh, a little egg wash on top. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Crank these out. That, now this, you, you can't really. If done right, you can't go wrong. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The fresh pasta. What, what's your favorite uh, ingredients to stuff inside of there? I love just simple ricotta. Hannah's gonna make us a dish real quick. Um, but yeah, so simple ricotta uh, we that we house make. Um, you can really stuff it with whatever you want. And then uh, what about sauce? So for this one, we're gonna do is just a, a sweet corn pudding. We take corn, uh, fresh corn that we can get, shallots, garlic, cook it down with some um, some heavy cream, uh, blend that up, salt and pepper. 
Let's see it. Yeah, that's good, dude. And then just, yeah, just kind of push it down a little bit because you want to make sure it's, yeah. I got some air in there, man. <laughs> hey, I've, I mean, I've seen worse. That's that's pretty damn good. You guys are hired. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. We'll talk, we'll talk about it while you guys do that's not. That's good. That's, that's a, good. That's, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Baby boy right there. Yeah, right? And so we just kind of try to push it down a little bit so it's flat on the on the uh, bottom end that you can kind of stand up. How many of those do you want to cook at a time? Uh, in one single pot? Yeah, like, I don't know, probably like 20, 25. Um, so... Yeah. Uh, what about like, a good white sauce, just from white, scratch? Yeah, white sauce. I mean, out like an Alfredo or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what Green. this is. Just my, you know, minus with some corn in Wine. there. Yeah. So what we did here is, um, so it's the same thing, oh, some tortellini, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then uh, we took some uh, prosciutto, and we just kind of crisp up and kind of treat that as like the salt of it. <laughs> right. Ooh, doesn't that look good? And wait, here's 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 your moment. Can you guess what those are right there? He, I'll tell oh, you, yeah, those yeah. are microgreens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one? What is what? Oh, this this one right here. This is a cucumber one. <laughs> no, yeah. probably yeah, onion, where, but, where you the, know. <laughs> where, dang it, brother. You didn't yeah. set me uh, up yeah, right. Yeah, that, was, that onion, yeah, maybe yeah. we go there with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I could have taken what, what is this right here? Come on now. Come on. Red something, right? Something. <laughs> like how you like how the produce yeah. guy shows off. <laughs> like, right. like, come on, you can do this one, little child. You can guess what this vegetable is. It's like, I mean, I don't walk around a, a, a vegetable uh, warehouse every day. All right, you don't have to patch microgreens. Why we have them out? Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's, I mean, I guess there's a bunch of microgreens companies. Coming there really up, right? are. Wow. One um, kind of a joke I heard. It's like anyone that fails at the the weed business yeah, or whatever like starts, yeah, starts growing uh, microgreens. I don't know. I don't know, if, I don't know. Like I said, that might be a joke or what. But, I love yeah. That. I love um, that. So there is a lot of microgreen companies coming out. These are uh, plants naturally. Um, Shane over there, he, uh, him and his wife are, uh, own the, own the company and, uh, we just started working with them. They're great. Come deliver it. So they have some great stuff. So this is, yeah, radish that we use and this is some, uh, micro onion. Um, so just kind of finish that up, right? A little radish. That looks so good. I like how you're, you're liberal with that. Yeah, I like right? the, the micros because some people, you know, they'll put one or two on there and it's, I, you don't want to like, like, kind of like overpower. Like people just, I don't know. People just like throw micros on there, you know. But um, I like what you did. We were talking about how hungry we were coming out of the last break. Generally, we don't eat on the show. Cause just get, we're gonna eat. We're oh yes, we are. Going this, to this, this yeah, is right. Another thing coming on. Right, what too. we need. And, yeah. But here's the thing. And more and more these days, it's terrible. It just shows my age, man. Dessert. Gotta have it. <laughs> you can't, and you know, Got it. Yeah. you have to, and you guys like, do that well too. Uh, yeah, right. So, I'm excited for that because yeah. Hannah, she was at the Broadmoor, right? So she, she was a big deal. Yeah, from down the, there. Was she, she was with John Johnstone. John John. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where were you? Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, she was. Uh, she was down there, and then um, like, kind of like Ma- like Masha found us on Instagram. She came to some of our pop up dinners that we were doing. Hannah, kind of same thing. She found us on Instagram. Kind of hit us up and uh, have her came come to a dinner that we did, uh, and she's been here ever since. So and she's just like, she like she's like yeah, I kind of do pastry. It's like you do amazing pastries. So yeah. So, so Jay he, was right. You are like the Pied Piper. Is yeah, that what it is? Hammond's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna come on the show next. Yeah, yeah Chef so, as well. Yeah. we're gonna line up here. We're gonna yeah. eat this during the yeah, break. Yeah. This is fantastic. So dessert's gonna come up next here. Yep. Also, I want to talk about. Uh, yeah. It's probably terrible, but do people want you to cook with them too? Will you do that or no? Yeah, I mean, 
like every household, like kitchen's kind of like the focal point, right? So like anytime we're doing a dinner, there's people always in the kitchen. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah, so people are always kind of like, what's going you kinda on? You kind of have to embrace going with it, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. you signed up for it. Exactly. Kind of like. So and, and, and we both, we all love kind of talking to people and kind of walking them yeah. through what we're doing. And uh, we do do cooking classes as well, so that's kind of like a whole other point of that. And so, yeah. We'll talk about that. I love more. it. This is great. I Chef love Dane's it. Kitchen this is a great us. show. Uh, Chef Dane Hyatt. We'll yeah. continue right here. From Chef Dane's Kitchen, otherwise known as Studio Kitchen Colorado, on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Look at, look at, there. we got a tasty beverage right here from my friend Zach from Cellar West Artisan Ales. That's right. So he's going to be on later, so you, just to give you a little taste of what's coming up, what'd you bring tonight, Zach? Uh, we brought one of our saisons called Feed Your Head. Uh, big, strong, 9% beer, dry hop with American hops, but uh, definitely Belgian influence. So Awesome. Now, you shared a little something with me that you've got, like, your secret ingredient. Can you tell us a little bit? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's native to the air in Boulder. That's that's what I'll tell you right now. We'll, uh, we'll talk more about it later, though. Maybe, maybe Greg and, and Brian can get a little more out of you on the table later we'll see we'll now see. how long have you been around uh so we opened uh early 2017 in boulder um nice. we're currently in lafayette we were in boulder for about two years and we've uh we moved to lafayette about a year ago to a bigger location so awesome so you're growing you're making great products we're going to tell our viewers more about these great products and enjoy some of them right here while we're here yeah this is going to be a fun show good great segment coming up stick around you're going to want to hear what zach's got to tell you and also stick around we got some words coming from gluten-free things my friend john colorado mills element knife and proud soul We'll be back. The gluten, or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler. Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Hey, chef friends, it's Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas. Rockalitas, known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips, served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you, too, want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant-tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper-local, Colorado-grown, cold-pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today, available through Shamrock, Growers Organic, and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado Mills. Hey, it's Chef Elon Wenzel, owner of Element Knife Company. If you cook, 
then you'll know the importance of a quality knife and proper care. My training in Japan exposed me to exceptional cutlery. That's why I am so excited to offer you the knives I fell in love with. Element Knife Company is chef-driven, and my goal is to support and educate. Get at me for a knife clinic or conversation. Find me at elementknife.com or by simply calling 303-460-4628. For the best knives in your kitchen, think Element Knife Company. Listen up, barbecue lovers. Greg Holland back here for Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. Proud Souls is Denver's authority of all things barbecue. Do you rule your neighborhood with the best backyard barbecue? From beginners to pitmasters, Proud Souls has all the equipment you could possibly want. A variety of wood, pellet, and charcoal grills and smokers, award-winning pitmasters and owners of Proud Souls, Dan and Tony, have a passion for barbecue, and it shows. Located on 25th and Federal, Proud Souls retail store is bursting at the seams with your barbecuing essentials, the Spice Guy spices, and superior flavored fuels for your pit like hickory, mesquite, oak, pecan, cherry, apple, peach, maple, grape, and a variety of blends. Hit their website, ProudSoulsBBQ.com, for delicious hands-on barbecue classes and get information on current promotions and deals. For the best in barbecue, locally owned and operated on 25th and Federal, there are guys. Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. That's ProudSoulsBBQ.com. We're coming back. Feed me now! This is the Modern Eater Show. That's right, boy! And now it's time for In the Kitchen. How am I supposed to keep on feeding you? Kill people? Rock you by. Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. Award-winning competition cooks and purveyors of specialty barbecue supplies right here in Denver, Colorado. ProudSoulsBBQ.com. Feed me all night long. Chef Dane's Kitchen in the house. It's uh, Chef Dane's Kitchen in Studio Kitchen, Colorado tonight. As we continue on the Modern Eater Show, Chef Dane Hyatt, I have to tell you, Chef Dane, that um, this is probably some of the best food that's come through Studio Kitchen, and that comes with some big clout. Mm-hmm. truly yeah. does. Yeah. I, I think Jay's going to get his microphone set there. We wanted to turn your mic off there, so it just sounded real humble. Yeah, you time. know, didn't, yeah. didn't even respond. Just dropped the mic and went out of here. Truly great, great food. Uh, Hannah, you're joining us. Yes. Chef Thanks Hannah. Good me. to see you. Oh, absolutely. Um, Hannah Johnson with a J. With a J. Wait, what did we have before? Like Johnson? We cho- well, totally. listen, in my defense, uh, not to throw Masha under the bus or anything, but I just copy and pasted the email she sent me with their names. It kind of came out without an age. No, wow, no you big did deal. Throw her <laughs> no under big the deal. Bus. That's no good. My day started out real bad today, Masha. It's got nothing to do with you. I had honey explode on sure? my pants. It's a long story. <laughs> I really did. That's for Snapchat. Jay, this is kids are listening, man. No, Don't be talking about that. No, With a few minutes left, we do want to show some things off here. Yep. And uh, also, we talked about dessert. I mean, when it comes to dessert, you got to cap off a great meal with a nice dessert. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think, Hannah? Yes, so this is our miso chocolate mousse. It's, it's still very elegant, but it's also very simple to make mm-hmm. for us. So um, we really enjoy it. It's a feature on a lot of our menus. Uh, so Hannah's just a little thing. If you're watching... I know, but her, she has a big well, voice. I, I, I would... Uh, listening so, to her voice just there, that... So my... Yes. As I finish my thought. Get on Facebook. Sorry. No. What I was going to say is I wish I could ruin your body. I wish I could just take it and put like 50 pounds on it. Because I would. I would just go and eat all of this great stuff, Hannah. You can do that. doesn't look like you've eaten any of this. I know. I promise I do. You you do. What are you going to assemble for us? 
So today we have our miso chocolate mousse. Okay. Um, so I did a little little bit of it in the background, but you know we whip our cream, we make our anglaise, we pour it over our, our dark chocolate. Um, we add our miso. We used red miso today. Um, so uh, we're gonna go ahead and plate up. Doesn't have to be perfect, just you know. Something. Oh no, it, it has to be perfect. Has to be it perfect. Is it perfect? When you lead with that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Means she, she has to. It so, has to be perfect. I know, you know. And Hannah, you said you use a dry, a dry dirt. miso. Uh, red. red. Oh, red miso. Red okay, miso, yeah. mm-hmm. red miso. You can use white as well, but we just had red today, so that's what we went with. Yeah. Just one serving. One serving. Yes. It's so. it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's, fine. Yeah. it's got a lot of air. Yeah. It's got, yeah, a lot. Um, and then we also made a sesame twill to accompany it. It's gluten free. Okay. We made it with gluten free flour. So, nice. Bob's mill. Tapioca pudding. Yeah. And then we can so, just kinda, yeah, sesame you know, and miso, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. work well. Kinda wherever. This, is this practice for tomorrow night's gluten-free dinner, Hannah? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what do we? Yeah, I can't remember the dessert we have for tomorrow. Uh, deconstructed cobbler. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, and then maybe just a little bit fun of chocolate. Give yeah. the address. Yeah. Will you be tomorrow night? We'll all show up. Think of that. Somewhere Cherry Hills, I think. Yeah. 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 But what we should give is your. Email address, which is chef. I think you just want to go to the website, right? Website, yeah, website. Yeah, sorry, or, sorry. Uh, so yeah. it's either uh, either one of our names. So Hannah mm-hmm. at Chef Dane's Kitchen. Just do the yeah. website. Yeah, yeah www. Yeah, I, I do Yeah, yeah. Chef Dane's Kitchen. Just do that. Chef Dane's. Or hit chef us up on Dane's Instagram. Kitchen. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. Which has yeah, that does happen. Yeah. So all right, you guys, we got the whole team here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With one minute left, we always give it two. Do it by three. How do you do the one minute elevator of give us a shot, give us a try? What? So we just, <laughs> yeah, what? Our elevator pitch? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're a fine dining catering company here in Denver, and, and we want to compete with restaurants in Denver, mm-hmm. some of the best restaurants in Denver, and bring it to your home. Bring everything you need, pots, pans, plates, everything. Modern Eater approved. Yeah. I'm going to oh just go gosh. ahead and the, say that right now. This food is incredible, If it's folks. anything yes. like they did for us here tonight and, and how they conduct themselves, the professionalism, um, just all-encompass. It's the whole thing. It's just a plug-and-play package. You go to chefdaneskitchen.com and uh, you get these three yep. mm-hmm. coming to your house. Do you do dishes? Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had to ask. Alright, we've got to... Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank, yes. you. Thank, thank you. Great. Thank you. Great. I mean, let's hear yeah. it for that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. give it was awesome. Day. They were thank fantastic. Alright, let, let's have some drinks, right? We've got beer, a couple of Belgian-style beer companies. Uh, Charlie Gottenkinney's in the Little Ridge Corner. Can't wait to see what ha- he has to say. And then a distillery. Do you yes, know the name? I do know. It's Balmer Peak Distilling. Catch up with them in the next hour. Continuing right here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, The Modern Eater Show. Welcome to The Modern Woo! We're halfway through at the top of the hour, and look who we got over in the corner. My friends from Brews Beers. So many of you that have been watching, you know who these guys are. But if you're new... I'm going to have them introduce themselves to you so you know who they are. I am Charlie Gottenkenny. I'm the brewmaster at Brews Beers, and uh, we've been open three and a half years, and just recently we opened our second tap room down at, awesome. at uh, Colfax in York. And, uh, uh, and if anybody's been out of that tap room, you've probably seen me. I'm Jake. I manage that tap room. I do all the wholesale distribution as well. Wow. Well, so these guys, I mean, you guys are, are growing. You've got a quality product. Let's back up a little bit and we'll talk about that. How long has Brews Beers been around? 
three and a half years now. Holy cow, goes like that, doesn't it? I know. It seems uh, it's hard to believe three and a half already. Heading into four and. Yeah, you know, now two locations. Well, and your original location, an awesome. I tell you, one thing you guys are great at is picking locations. Yeah. Where's well, that first location? It's in Midtown, 67th and Pecos, and up uh, about 10 minutes north of uh, downtown. And uh, then the the new ones at Colfax and York, you know. I know what what corner at Colfax and York? Southwest corner, you know. Southwest, okay. Yeah, and it's really important to pick a good location these days when it's so saturated. It's everything, you know. Uh, breweries are becoming the new public house, and people just really want a place where they can walk to and drink a good beer. Oh yeah, and with Charlie, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Your first store mm-hmm. has a dog-friendly patio. Absolutely, it's dog. The whole brewery is dog-friendly because we're in Adams County, not Denver County. So awesome! Uh, tell us some some of the unique things about the new store. Oh boy! So we're in a building that has five, uh, four other um, businesses involved. So there's a waxing and a nail salon, or a eyebrow eyelash salon. Okay. There is an ice creamery. There's a tea shop. There's a ladies' workout studio, uh, and then you've got us. It's in a historic building. It was built in the 1930s. It's called the Savage Building. It was the very first Walgreens that was built in Denver. Wow. Yeah, it's a very unique, not, not a lot of uh, exposed brick, very warm and inviting. It's a very cool location. It, uh, it was decorated very nicely. It, it reminds me of a pub in Belgium, more of a contemporary pub. And it's got this beautiful brick patio out in warmer weather that's going to be packed with people. We're going to have musical events down there and stuff. So wow. it's really a cool place. You know, one thing I've got to throw in. Does Charlie have a voice like molasses or what? I mean, it's just smooth. Man, I bet. He's now, what's, very white of the beer I, I know, truly, truly. But what's smoother, your voice or your beers? Well, I like to take <laughs> beers. <you> know. <laughs> so, I like my voice. Uh, the beers are, um, you know, my true pack. <laughs> so what are the hours? I'm, now, I'm going to ask the questions like this. Original store. And Colfax in York. Sure. What are the original, hours over at the store? Noon till okay. ten. Okay. Colfax. Eleven to eleven every day. Eleven to eleven. Yeah, we like being open a little bit earlier than the other breweries around town okay. to kind of invite those people who work from home, uh, come into our facility, use our Wi-Fi, sit your butt down, you know, drink some beers at the bar, enjoy uh, the ambiance. As well as the people who have decided not to work that day. <laughs> yeah. Colfax in York. There's probably a couple of them. I'm betting. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Now, any special beers for the new store? Uh, you know, when we first opened, uh, we've been running through some of our uh, really cool higher-end backstock that we've been holding on for. So we have, like, uh, three-year-old beets, say, sour. So every year we grow beets in our community awesome. garden, and we make a saison. So three years ago, we soured that batch, and we've been slowly moving through that. Uh, we have our silver medal winner, uh, the Serenity Grand Crew Quadruple. Uh, we it's also not available awesome. at Midtown. Not available in Midtown right now. And then we also have the uh, Grand Valor, which is a three-year-old version of our Valor, which is similar to an Orval, if you're familiar with that style of Belgian beer. Holy darn. Yeah, it's you know, pretty unique. These guys are amazing. I mean, it's a short drive to get to where you are. But truly, it's like going to Europe and, and enjoying the best that, that Europe's got. Yeah, and... Uh, I just did a class this morning. We do it every month at the brewery. We're going to start doing that down at the uh, uh, Brews Off Facts location as well. That's the world of Belgian beers, and we taste our way through 15 beers that represent the major styles of Belgian beers. Holy so cow. If you've yeah, not a- been to that yet, 
definitely sign up on the website. It's about a three-hour-long class. It's a lot of fun. You definitely walk away with a big smile on your face. I bet. Now, you talked about the website. What is the website for Brews Beers? www.brewsbeers.com. Okay, one one more time. I, I uh, so think of brewsbeers.com. B r u z. Uh huh. B e e r s. dot com. And there it is. These guys are incredible. And I got to ask you, and, and Sally, uh, tell me a little bit about the food. Uh, so we have food trucks every day at the brewery awesome. in uh, Midtown, okay. seven days a week, sometimes two trucks a day. Okay. And then in um, off the York Street location, we're not doing any food trucks, but we like to promote the people around us. There's well, D- and there's so many. Oh, there's so much. So there's DC Pie, Okinawa Sushi, uh, Tacos, Tequila, and Whiskey. The original, that's a mothership yeah, there. totally. Our there's, friends, The Goods, yeah, Mark the Whistler. Goods is right down, right down the street. Yeah. Um, we have... You're in the thick of it there. Oh, there's so like much food. Subway right. and Popeyes, you know. Yeah, you can go upscale or, or cheap, whatever it is yeah. you want to do. In our building, Bumble Tea is a really great cafe. She does a lot of good breakfast items and um, some sandwiches as well. Uh, she blends her own teas in-house. It's all organically based on wow. ingredients. She does a good job. <coughs> Excuse and if me. if you uh, don't want any of those, you can bring in whatever you like. So, bring in whatever you guys. like. And we also have a Smith & Cannon ice cream shop is right there as oh, well. Best in Denver. Well, he makes some fantastic ice cream. His name's Kurt. He's great. Shout out to Kurt. Uh, and he, we're going to be doing uh, ice cream and beer flights. So we already came up with four beers that match really well with four of his Holy ice cow. cream flavors. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're we're doing some cool things. Ice cream flavors like Foxy Brown and Thai chili and yeah. you know some amazing stuff. Butter brickle. These guys are always stretching the boundaries. Yeah. And in such a fun way. And great, uh, I I tell you, you guys are also great uh, citizens of our culinary community. They're always helping us out here and in so many different ways. You guys have been like model citizens. And for that, i got to tell you, thank you. Thank you so much for all you guys Same team, same family. Exactly, exactly. Now, here's one quick final question. Do you notice a different type of beer more popular at Midtown versus Colfax? Um, what's your top beer at Colfax? Oh, uh, my top beer at Colfax right now is probably the t- Tart Cherry Wit Beer, which is kind of surprising. Um, this is a white beer, kind of Blue Moon style, only with cherries and uh, and uh, bread yeast to give it a sour. Oh, that's great. Hey, thanks, guys. We'll be right back. <laughs> great segment. Thank you so much. Half Management or Parent Company, iHeartMedia Incorporated. It's time for the second course, hour number two of The Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Wow. Really involved watching the Little Rich Boys. <laughs> well, that's where the action was. That really yeah, was. And then it just <laughs> transferred all of a sudden to the show. Hey, it's great. I love these two guys, by the way. Happy holidays. We missed each other the whole holidays. Yeah, we were very busy opening up a second location, so we we didn't get the chance to be here. We love you, though. Yeah, we love you, too, man. If If there's one thing that the modern eater and brews beers have some history. Absolutely. From the beginning. Yeah. So. It truly yeah. is. All right, so guys, we'll do a reset here real quick. Charlie Gotten, Kenny, and <laughs> Jake Conover. How are you guys? Brews beers? Uh, just beginning, yes, but flourishing right now. A lot going on with Brews beers. We're going to spend some time with you in the next couple of hours. Charlie, um, when we think of beer and uh, somebody who's going to educate, you're my beer educator. 
And I think part of the reason is I just love to hear your voice. So we're going <laughs> we're gonna to have you do a lot of talking in the next couple of segments. Well, I'd be glad to do that. <laughs> and what's cool, it's, it's not just a voice that's empty behind it. There's a lot of knowledge. So uh, buckle up, relax, and also watch us, themoderneater.com. You can see the streaming now. Kitchen's coming quite a ways, huh, guys? The kitchen is awesome. I haven't been in in probably a month and a half, and... Wow. Well, you miss it. Now it's a new format, the way Absolutely. it's set up. Like setup. I love it. Yep. Charlie's got a, a background in broadcasting, and uh, it's kind of special to you to do broadcasts and talk on the radio, those types of things. But the, the way that it's set up right now, it's kind of a cool show atmosphere. Oh, it definitely is. I walked in and saw Jay sitting at the with all the computers yeah. and screens around him, lots of buttons, four remotes. The Wizard of Oz. Know. He is, he <laughs> I, is the I, guy I, behind the curtain. I, t- I told Charlie, I said, listen, man, don't let any of this fool you. You know, I, the only way I, I said, I'm terrible at it. I go, Greg's not real good, but everything <laughs> I know came from Greg. I go, so when people walk in, they want to ask me questions about stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, man, unless, unless I've already know how to do it, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, Google it. I mean, that's, that's right. everything in the world. But uh, Googling, you can't do good beer, can you? Just Google it and then make a good recipe. You've been doing beer for how long, Charlie? Oh, over 30 years. 30 yeah. years. Your love for beer. Where did I, it start? I love it. Uh, well, you know, uh, I used to be like a Miller Lite drinker, and then I went on a business trip to Belgium. And I'm reading, you know, the airline magazine, American Airlines, does a destination feature. And the destination for that flight was Brussels. And so they had a big article about Belgian beer, and I'm reading this, and it's like, whoa, this sounds pretty interesting. I'll have to try a couple of those while I'm over there. Well, it turns out my hotel has a beer bar right in the middle of the lobby, so I didn't try a couple. Now, I tried what's a, a beer bar like there? Uh, it was a little round brass and wood bar, and he had all sorts of beers, mostly in bottles. And, so uh, like we would know a... a, a, a a brewery right now, today? A craft brewery? No, it would be more like... Um, Monasteries. Yeah, it's almost like a... So imagine this elaborate lobby, and in the middle of it is this brass and wood bar that's circular, and, you know, people would sit around it and stuff. Sounds great. Well, so, and it was a beautiful old poles, you know, oh, just it was, like... It was gorgeous. Yes. So yeah. you knew a lot you of old gonna, caps and things like uh-huh. that. You knew you weren't going to get your Miller Lite. <laughs> oh, I was praying I wasn't going to get Miller Lite, but anyway... Uh, you know, in Belgium, they mostly drink beer out of bottles. So uh, I went to in Belgium to the Delirium Cafe where they have Guinness Book of World Records, 3,500 beers. You know how many they had on tap? Twelve. Really? Twelve. The rest of them were in bottles. So that's typically how they do it. They, they condition the beer in the bottles, which naturally carbonates them, gives them a very uh, high um, quality of carbonation, very easy drinking, softer than forced co2 carbonation and it's amazing so well and charlie don't they drink it at a warmer temperature than we drink it i mean aren't we known for like this i'm going to get the beer as cold as cold as possible well and that's not really it over there is it if you really want to hide the flaws in beer turn those mountains blue (laughs) 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 but uh yeah the you know cold hides a lot of things so the better beers um are usually served anywhere between 45 and 55. These are the strong beers, the really expensive ones that are the pride of the Belgians. 
Helps and, the aromatics uh, come yeah. out. Really helps the fruit shine in them. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting because with fruit, a lot of times people don't realize you want to take things like strawberries out and warm them up. Peaches, take them out of the refrigerator for a little while and eat them when they're warm. Same concept. Exactly the same concept. You know, if you have the, the strawberries ice cold, you're not going to get as much flavor as if they're, you know, closer to room temperature. Mm-hmm. I love it. Jake, here we go. Here we go. Talk about you, man. I mean, oh where did you begin to love beer? Um, so I was a chef for a long time, and I was really tired of working 16-hour days, six days a week. So I got it. Sorry, I shouldn't say that in front of the chefs here. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> they might relate. I know. I, uh, I'm very personable, so I just kind of started bartending, and I worked at the Ale House and Amato's for about three and a half years. And I got my first level Cicerone through them. Uh, Brews actually opened up in the neighborhood that I live in. So I became good friends with Charlie and with Ryan. You stole him away. Did you really? (laughs) And then Ryan lived in Lohi, so he would come into the ale house and see me there. And finally one day he called me up and was like, hey, man, I want you to come sell my beer. I was like, let's do that. I'm going to do that from now on. So uh, I've been with the company now for almost two years, and uh, I'm... Seems the, like we've known each other for way two years. I used to see Jake all the time when I because I went to the ale house a uh-huh. lot. Yeah. He'd always be there and you know always there. So yeah, when Ryan said, you know, I'm thinking of talking to Jake and please do. Yeah. And, and it just it, it worked well, but you're kind of a front of the house guy. You're a drinker. I mean, a Cicerone. <laughs> I mean, you, you like to partake in, in the beer. Absolutely. The taste. So not really a brewer style. No, right? I don't do too much of the brewing. Uh, my brother and I, we would homebrew a little bit uh, when he lived here. We grew up in Southeast Aurora. I'm a Colorado native, and uh, he's since moved to Georgia and took all of our brew equipment with him. So I haven't done a whole lot of brewing, but, I mean, when we have a 15-barrel system at our brew house, I'm really not needing to do any of the brewing. You know, we've got some really good, knowledgeable people um, under our belt. So well, and you guys just got a new brewer. We did. Well, we did. we upgraded uh, last year. Yeah. Um, when, we, when we knew we were going to move into uh, what's now the, the Colfax and York location, we, we had a four-barrel brew house, which is tiny. And very labor intensive, and we said, "Okay, we got to have a bigger brewery." So we, uh, you know, went out into the market and found a really nice 15-barrel system, which allows us to brew enough for both uh, locations. Okay, yeah, we about- hang, hang on where the location is. We're going to kind of do the reveal of it, but the original in Midtown. Midtown. What's the ad- address there, guys? 67th and Pecos. That's the OG. That's the one. Pecos, and yeah. you're doing well there. Very well. Which is great. The neighborhood, it took to the neighborhood. I always say, if the neighborhood's going to accept you, they're going to be patrons of your brewery, you're going to do okay. The day we got our certificate of occupancy, we were saying, okay, we're going to open tomorrow. And then it was like, no, we're going to open today. We put it out on Facebook, and we had 150 people in the tap room by 5 o'clock. Yeah, unbelievable. The neighborhood had been waiting you know, for us to open, they were, you know, That's anticipating so cool. after many months of construction. And what a luxury. Oh, yeah. A lot of breweries would say, oh, my goodness, I wish that we had. <laughs> and I, I think at that point in time, uh, it was probably only about maybe three, 400 houses that right. were in the neighborhood. And now there's over a thousand. So when, it's when really grown around lease, us. We signed the lease. There was about 50. Yeah. Wow. 50 yeah. houses. And wow. now how many? 
Over a thousand. Over a really? Thousand. Yeah. Oh wow! And they're still building. That's yeah, so cool. but your yeah. patio is one that I can't wait for summers to go and on your dogs patio. Dogs allowed. Yeah, yeah dogs are allowed inside out. And we actually just um, expanded another patio on the south side, so we have a south and an east side. And a garden to look at. And a garden. It's a great place. And and what a rec center with yeah. a big. You, you guys do events and festivals, yeah, a beer festival. Yeah. Okay, guys, hang tight. We have a full another segment. This is so cool because we have them both here with us. Charlie Gotten, Kenny, and Jake Conn over here with us from Brews Beers. That's the original location. They've got a new opening. We're sharing it with you. That's going to come up next right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. That was a great one. Charlie's always such a great, a, a great guest. Speaking of great guests, look who I've got over here. Chef Dane, after his all-star appearance on the table. Wow. Yeah, thank you. Wow. Yeah, what yeah, you made fun. for us was yeah. incredible. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank how, you how do uh, I, I got to tell you, if you're looking for a personal chef, uh, whether it's a party or whatever it is, call this guy. You're going to be really, really happy. Dane, how do they jump in the pool? Yeah, so uh, obviously find us on our website, uh, chefdaneskitchen.com, uh, or Instagram, uh, at Chef Dane's Kitchen. Uh, we post all of uh, different events that we're doing. Uh, I didn't really mention this, but we're doing uh, pop-up dinners. We find different uh, venues in Denver, that like art galleries, places that don't have a food and beverage program, and we set up tables, and we do like five, six-course dinners. Um, wow. Yeah, so we do that. Uh, we're going to start doing that next month. And, um, yeah, so we'll be posting about that, ticket prices, and where you can buy tickets. Oh, my gosh yeah do yourself a favor seriously get in touch with this guy know what's available for you give us that website one more time so it's www.chefdaneskitchen.com chefdaneskitchen.com yep. that's awesome hey we're going to be back we've got words from encore energy rocker spirits and our friends at aspen baking we'll be back Saving money is making money. Your savings is just a phone call away. Call Brian Rizzuto now, 720-245-5771. 720-245-5771. It's Encore Energy. Rocker Spirit. 30 seconds to live read. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for 15 seconds to live read. An experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Okay, back to the show in just a second, you guys, but it's your Aspen Baking uh, Minute here where we talk about AspenBaking.com. Whether you're into hoagies, focaccias, ciabattas, baguettes, croissants, bear claws, lobster rolls, pound cakes, coffee cakes, or just a nice dinner loaf of bread, AspenBaking.com is where you want to go. You'll go there, but you won't find any preservatives or artificial colorings or chemicals. They don't do that kind of stuff. Oh, I'm so glad. They, yeah, So am I. They, they stick to the good stuff, which is butter, sugar, and gluten. You know, if you're not into gluten. You're not into pronounce it. Hey, yeah. but Jay, I like to stay at the office all day and work hard. What can they do for me? Well, they can cater your hard-working employees and yourselves. And in that catering, you'll get some nice, delicious Rome sausage, too. So uh, we'll do the website. We'll get back to the show with Brews Beers and uh, Jake and Charlie. It's AspenBaking.com. Yo, yo, what's up? <laughs> this is Justin Brunson, Culture Meat and Cheese in Denver Central Market. I'm a meat guy. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. 
the guy for you, Justin Brunson. Love him. Boy, he's trying to, yeah, he's, boy, he works hard. Man, he does. And he, and what, he combined Masterpiece Delicatessen. and they shut it down over there on Central Oh, did they Street. really? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, but you know what? The guy, he wanted to save all these families' jobs and, and people he worked with forever. So he brought it into uh, Old Major, and they're doing Masterpiece out of Old Major. Oh, that's good to Throughout hear. the week. Yeah, so they used to go, uh, Old Major would go Wednesday through Sunday. They'd shut it down for a couple of days. Now they're going throughout the week and doing some lunch. Well, too. I did. I worked right across the street at the Ale House, so I used to go over there and get their uh, white truffle egg salad sandwich. Oh, my God. Yeah, isn't that good? Oh, We're kind of so all good. in this together. Oh uh, even, uh, did you guys know, so Chef Christopher Moore, he's here from uh, Degree Metropolitan Food yep. and Drink. He's like, oh, I got to talk to these guys from Brews. We want to do a tap takeover. Yeah, we've kind of been talking about been that a little that. bit yeah yeah speaking of tap takeover you got a permanent one going on on colfax congratulations yeah, you guys thank you <laughs> permanent tap thank takeover. yes and the new location tell us where yeah. it is now. what does that look like so it's uh colfax new york on the southwest corner it's right behind hot mamas which is a ladies workout studio yep. um it's a it's a really unique cool tap room they from the outside you wouldn't realize is as big as it is everybody who comes in i was like oh my god it's beautiful um, yeah. It's super warm and inviting. The patio is going to be popping. Patio is going to be amazing. It's going to be the best patio in Colfax. I think so, but can't you start using it now? Uh, yeah, you know, we get some people yeah, going out some there. Nice days in the winter, you know. Damn cigarette smokers! Well, you can't smoke <laughs> out there. Yeah. No, probably not. No. I had yeah, one of my regulars and his wife come the other day. They got beers from us. They got sandwiches from Bumble Tea, and they sat outside. It was really cold. I was surprised yeah. they were outside, but they had their doodles with them. So. Oh, side note: neither here nor there, but I just want to give myself a pat on the back. What's the date today? Eighteenth. Yep. Eighteen days of nicotine free. These uh, hey, right. cigarettes are nicotine. Keep it up. <laughs> yeah, no no doubt. So uh, Congratulations. No, I know. Just And you motivated me, Brian. You said I wouldn't be able to do it. I said I'm going to quit smoking. <laughs> yeah, he said I couldn't do it. So there you go. <laughs> Always a little positive reinforcement from you my guys, boy. Uh, truly, this location is one that you have to see. And I, I'd say it's a destination spot, but it's not. It's so centrally located. You're right on top of it. You're in the city. And I'm telling you, when you look around town like right now, Rhino's kind of getting a little dried up. Larimer's a trip. We, were, Little Rich and I were driving down Larimer. And right by uh, Biker Gyms, it was like the rest of these places were closed down yeah. on Larimer. And they're trying to get their footing and see where they're at. And the shift in town, guess where it's going? Man, Colfax, that yeah. corridor yeah, it really is. is really looking good right now. They've done a right great now. job with redeveloping that area, and, and uh, our landlord is one of the uh, key people, you know, that's really pushing the, the redevelopment and yeah, he's got upgrading the of all cover that. building. Well, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad you brought on. that up because I think that that's one of the problems that we're starting to see in Denver is rents. And it's becoming so expensive. Like, I, I would always ask Justin, how can he keep a sandwich joint? In that, you know, in that spot, you're only open for, you know, a little lunch, late lunch kind of thing. Which one? The, the one the, his his masterpiece, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's like Denver is constantly under construction. The always. city can take you out of business by doing yeah. construction right in front of your place. I think that had a lot to do with masterpiece right there. And, and uh, we're seeing another chef, Aaron. Chef Aaron is uh, with Northside. They're going to open that up there. Colfax right now, I'm so excited for it because it's conducive. To, first of all, the uh, historical uh, preservation of that area and what you guys are going to be able to do with a sign yep. is going right. to be so cool when you look at So you know what Pete's Kitchen looks like, and they oh, just yeah. turned it back on to where you can actually go in motion with stuff. I don't know if you guys are looking into this or not, but I hope you have an in-motion 
sign for Brews Beers. Point. It's uh, it's being bid out right now for uh, development, and yeah, that's the idea. Is it's going to point down to our door? I'll and sit there all night and, long with the glow yeah, stick. It, yeah, it's got an arrow that points in. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, really I cool hope looking. that people are, that are landing from out of town can see it. And they know from their <laughs> well, plane, they can see where Bruce Beers is. But not only is. that, there's so much historic value on that in that Colfax corridor with Pete's Kitchen, the satire, even the signs that I can't wait to because I know Bruce building. It yeah, was built in the 1930s, and you can't get you can't change. It's going to be independent businesses. You're not going to have these. Um, huge stores or they're not going to take over a block or build up right. it's always going to remain that way and i can't wait 50 years from now seeing that same bruised beer sign for another generation of folks because bruised beer should be on colfax for many many years i think so yeah i can't wait it's a great play you guys longest you know what colfax is right before I say it, the longest street in the U.S. Longest main street in the U.S. That's exactly yep. what it is. Colfax is one of Greg's. Greg used to. Colfax was a hunt for him for a long time because there's <laughs> good food down there, great bars. I went to East High School. Yep. Oh, did you I really? Mean, yeah. Wow. I mean, uh, yeah, that was. Which is just in that right across the street. Yeah, yeah. pretty yeah. much. Yeah, you ate at that little Greek. Uh, you had to have yeah. eggs and yeah. uh, hash browns at that little Greek place right there. Yeah. With yeah. Your, Zero place. Yeah. That's where I. Yeah, the Euros. Up. Yeah, Euro place. Okay. They yeah. just boarded up. That's though, called Zorba's. Uh, uh, the, the no, one. Zorba's was Wait, not. which one? That's where I ate breakfast. <laughs> okay. I uh, that used to be a shop, actually, on uh, Colfax Air back in the day there, my friend. Zorba's. Uh... Uh, no, you, you got me second thinking myself. <laughs> what kind of shop was it? Zorba's is on 12th now. Okay. okay, it's on 12th. okay. There is a Zorba's. Some kind of wire got across. Maybe I said some kind of secret thing. That uh -oh. just, I don't know what that is. Is uh, that your safe word? At all? That's funny. That's funny. I don't know what happened there. Uh, Bruce Beers, you guys have a lot going on coming into the spring. Are you actually going to go on that Belgian beer tour again? We are in October. So October Next 3rd year? through the 13th this year. of this year. And, um, you know, it's uh, limited, but we've started taking sign-ups for it. Uh, it's going to have 25 seats. We're going around to all the Trappist breweries, as well as uh, Rodenbach and Verhague, where they make the Duchess de Bourgogne. And we're going to go to some of the Lambic breweries. And so it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a that blast. That sounds so fun. What's a story that, that you so came fun. out from last time? Okay, uh. so story from last time. There was a, there was a brewery called Dodala over there, D-E-D-O-L-L-E. And it's kind of a weird brewery. Uh, the, the brewmaster does the art, and the art is this kind of yellow bird-looking kind of guy that, uh, you know, epitomizes the brewery. But anyway, we go in there, and I've had the beers before, and there's some of the best beers in Belgium. They're absolutely fantastic, so I can't wait to see where they're made. They're made on, like, 1925 vintage equipment that looks like barn junk. <laughs> you know, I looked at their mash vessel, and it was all rusty and... Things like that, and, and the, I didn't even know what the kettle looked like because it had so much foam spray around it and stuff, and you just dump stuff in the, the hole in the top and all, and then they have open fermentation. They won't even let you in that area. But, you know, very primitive conditions and equipment and stuff, they turn out amazing beer. Some of the best in the country. You must have been reading my mind because you gave me a lead-in for that. My question is, is what do they do over there that we would never allow to do in the brewing process here in the United States. Because I know that, you know, with cheese in particular, we could never make cheese like some of the French right. make their cheese. What what are they doing with their beer that's that different? Well, some of the same types of things they do with cheese. So this is a farm. Uh, if you go out the back patio, there's a big 
field of you know whatever crop is is planted there in that particular year mm -hmm. the whole area is a farmland area so what you've got is a lot of microorganisms in the air and in this old equipment some of that gets in there and it's wild yeasts and beneficial bacteria and stuff so they, even though they use a yeast culture to you know keep the beer going you get all sorts of stuff that filters into it and like cheese, it makes for interesting flavors. Don't you just want an hour of that? I know. I mean, seriously, I just want an hour of that. Just we'll stop any KHOW programming beyond eight o'clock. <laughs> We're going to just kill it for two hours. It's going to be Charlie God and Kenny and Jake Conover, and they're going to talk talking about, about microorganisms. That would be fantastic. <laughs> I would love it. You guys are great. Um, beers coming out right now from you guys. What are you excited about? Oh man, we have a dark cherry quadruple coming up that I'm really Ooh. excited about. Yeah, that's going to be really nice when that's released where we have a new golden strong ale called hallucination yeah a little spicy i get a lot yeah. of banana and cherry flavors a little bit sweet yeah. uh, sweeter than some of the other ones out there we did a really unique but, uh, collaboration with inland island and uh, mm -hmm. fermented foods uh, we made the same beer and split it between two different yeast strains. One is um, a yeast strain from fermented foods called Good Bugs, and then the other one is a Kvike oh, yeast, cool. which is a Norwegian so a farmhouse. Norwegian farmhouse uh, yeast. So, and, and so you can order them. You'll be able to order them together starting next Friday. Yep. Uh, and um, you can compare them. So identical beer. Wow. Two uh, different but yeasts. But two different yeasts and quite a bit of difference between the two. We're cool. doing a party on Friday at Colfax, Double Fist Friday, where you get two at a time. Try them side by side. It's going to be a lot of fun. Nice. That's the, coming next Friday. Yeah, that's, that's, that is yeah. awesome. Yeah. What are the two that you've poured for us tonight? Uh, we have the Onyx Stout, which is a 7.9% Belgian stout, a really robust, uh, chocolatey kind of stout. And then we also have a Session Pale Ale, which we brewed mm. that in collaboration with DC Pie, uh, which is a, a neighbor right across the street at Colfax in New York. Amazing food, amazing pizza, and, yep. and the best wings you'll have. Well, you guys are settling in. You're getting some oh, yeah. partners there. We're huh? making friends. We're I see pizzas coming over there and beer going over oh, there. Yeah. And just Most definitely. We have a bunch of barrel-aged stuff coming out in the next um, in the next few months. We have some tequila arrow, uh, tequila barrel-aged beers. Where'd you get your barrels? Uh, from different places. So really? we got a bunch from Breckenridge, and uh, so we've got uh, Breckenridge bourbon barrels, and then also port barrels, which were used to finish Breckenridge whiskey. And those are bigger barrels, and they've got the port wine. I thought you uh, said tape. you had tequila barrels. Swear to we also have those. Okay. And then we have some that were. Um, Aren't they going to uh, be on the show? Red wine barrels and whiskey barrels. And Who? Suerte? Suerte tequila, yes. Uh, I forget when. Please tell me in February. Uh, two. Well, Are you still, doing dry January? I am, man. I am so tired of hearing about it's dry been, January. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. It's time to, yeah. Oh, no, I lied. It's next week. They're on next week. Oh, With Chef man. Chris Starkus and Boss Defrost. Hey, you want to do a promo for next week? Boss, yeah, Boss Defrost. Yeah, who's on next week? Uh, Boss Defrost and Chef Chris Starkus, formerly with, uh, what's that place called? Urban Farmer. Urban Farmer, sorry. Um, Lawrence uh, Spiewak from Suerte Tequila. Rebecca Berry from Hot Schedules is going to come oh, back cool. and play around with us. And then uh, Kelly Kugler and Andrew Wassenberger from Boot Hill 7 Ranch. That's where they get their beef from uh, that they're going to be cooking. And uh, Nadine from Idlewild Spirits. Oh, yeah. Andrew Moore, we all know that. From I have next, a crush on Next Stop Bruco, they're coming back. And then uh, maybe... Chef Starkus's wife. That's uh, a lot. Diana Starkus. Guys, oh, I can call you guys out because we're friends, but Bruce Beer's got to come down here more. You're yeah. right. 
I mean, look, truly. You guys have helped. Look at this we, is a hel- you know, the is house, house that Bruce Pierce built. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, I love coming down here. You know me during the summertime. I'm here every Saturday. Yeah. But uh, we've this You're growing. winter, we were so busy. Right. We just, I, I'm sorry to neglect you, but we had to. Well, just a little bit. We're back, though. We're back. Congratulations on the growth, man. Thank you so much. You guys yeah. obviously are doing something right because you've yeah. got a crowd always. Yeah. And to get ready for the new location, we brewed like maniacs yeah. in the fall. So we've got a lot of stuff. I have nine beers waiting to get on tap of a Midtown. Nice. Uh, Unbelievable. Midtown, yeah. give it a plug again. Uh, yeah. 1675 um, uh, West. West 67th, 67th Avenue. Yeah. And then. At the intersection of. Uh, 67th, you know, and uh, Pecos. 67th and Pecos. Colfax. And then uh, 1495 uh, York Street. On Colfax the south, in York. Southwest corner yeah. of Colfax in York. Southwest corner. It's right yeah. in the city, man. Across the street I from know, but Chase. I'm trying to oh, think. Oh, I'm glad you know, they put a you, Chase you, there. You remember where the Arby's was? They shut the Arby's down. Yeah, Chase then Now the Chase is banked. We're, okay. We're right next glad door to the School of Traditional Chinese Medicine. And Isba spas down on the bottom. So if you ever go there, get beat with oak leaves in the bottom. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. I've parking. Actually, People yep. want to know probably parking. Did you work out sure. and deal with Chase or anything like that? Still working on that. I'm kind of schmoozing them up a little bit. Cool. Cool. Uh, we do have a large parking uh, facility uh, behind the School of Traditional Chinese Medicine. It's a dollar for three hours. If you uh, if you're really cranky about the dollar, I'll give you a dollar off. Your yeah. Chair. And if you're going to a brewery, you know, and you want to have a actually have a good time and be responsible, man, it's an Uber. It's probably Uber. wherever. Yeah you live in the city there it's going to cost you six or seven bucks to get there there's and tons just a way to go yeah know? which is the and you can have the strong beers hey yeah. Char- charlie you're gonna stick around and hang out with us with these other folks huh yeah want to do that sure settled in yeah got the beer got the got stories the beer, got the got the stories got it's the... january man you got the storytelling shirt on <laughs> well <laughs> my lumberjack we just guy. need a fire and charlie and leather chairs I know. and I cigars. Want him, to, him to read me stories every night, man. <laughs> That's how I could go to sleep every night. I know, I know. Have you? These other guys are Belgian beers. Well, are you yes, they familiar are. And, with uh, that? We, we know. Uh, we've known Zach for a while. Do you share and trade secret secrets with each mm, other? We no. don't need to. We've collaborated, you know? though. Have yeah. you really? Yeah, yeah they, they make great beers. Fantastic. And uh, we made a blonde and a blackberry blonde with them. They turned out yes. fantastic. Oh, speaking of collaboration, that terrifying uh, plane ride that I took up to uh, High Wire Hops oh, to yeah. go get some fresh <laughs> hops to, with, uh, what, what was it, Aviation? Flyco. 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 Yep. Uh, did that beer turn out great? Turned out amazing. Okay. I'm glad. We've still got a little bit of it left. You know, the hops have faded yeah. a little bit at this point. I risked my life for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well not really. I'm, I'm not a big fan of tiny planes. <laughs> oh, man, it was terrifying. Hey, Ryan Evans, if you're listening or watching, which I'm sure you probably are, we'll see you next time. Yeah, get in here. Uh, thank you, Jake. There he is. Jake's back at the Colfax location. You'll see your face down there. The all, the time, there. all the time. All the time. Always there. <laughs> all the yeah. time. Seven days Putting a week works, together. He works long days, seven days a week. <laughs> That's and... right. We'll break off and we'll come back. Charlie's going to stick around. And we have coming up next, what do you think? Zach Nichols? Zach Nichols, Seller West, West Artisanal Ales. That's next on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay. <laughs> We're over here in Rich's, Little Rich's Corner with Hannah. So now it's the Hannah Minute. Hannah, man, you made some great desserts. Uh, where in the Thank places you. did you come from? I, I started at the Broadmoor, made my way to Marriott. Oh, I've heard of that yeah. place. Yes. Nice. So, yeah, I've always wanted to do private catering, mm-hmm. so it's, it's awesome. And so I see your Sue and... 
pastry chef. Yeah, so Dane doesn't like pastries, so I do all the pastries, and then... Shame on you, Dane! ...assist with everything else <laughs> <laughs> he needs, so, yeah, it's awesome. So, pastry, what type of things... So, so that can encompass a lot of things. Yes. What's your favorite thing to bake? I would say my favorite desserts are, are layered cakes, anything with a lot of components that just fun and intricate, you know? Awesome, awesome. Well, yeah. keep it. So where do you think you're going to be in five years? You're going to be baking, making some more fancy pastries? <laughs> well, Dane won't let me leave, so <laughs> five years I'll probably be with the company in California. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I'm going to taste some of this in just a few minutes, if, okay. if that's okay. Perfect, yeah. Please do. She's awesome. She's awesome. Hey, we got some words coming up from our sponsors. This segment, we've got Rome Sausage. Chris, the Spice Guy, Proud Souls, and Meridian Spirits. We'll be right back. Local source for all things sausage awesomeness. My family is proud to carry on the fine traditions of Rome's founder, Jerry Rome, by producing a variety of amazing sausage in small batches with an eye on quality, not quantity. Every batch is made here in the great state of Colorado by hand-mixing spices, utilizing lean cuts of pork to make an outstanding product. Sourcing ingredients and materials locally, we are committed to supporting local vendors, chefs, restaurants, and the entire Colorado food scene. Getting hungry yet? Brats, Italian, breakfast, hot Polish, green chili, chicken apple, and the world's best chorizo. You can source all of our sausage through a variety of food service distributors. If your distributor doesn't carry it, call us. We'll come direct. You want a custom item? We'll do that too. Samples, and of course, sausage jokes, can be had by contacting me directly at chris at romesausage.com or by phone at 303-296-7663. The modern eater loves Rome sausage, and I know you will too. Wear black and eat spices. Hey, Modern Eater listeners, this is Zach from The Spice Guy, Colorado's favorite spice company. Spice is the variety of life. At The Spice Guy, we have a passion for sourcing the best ingredients from the best farmers all over the world. Choose from thousands of different GMO-free spices and ingredients, or let us create and blend custom flavor profiles for whatever style of food it is that you're working with. With over 1,000 restaurants, food brands, and chefs behind us, you can't go wrong when you choose The Spice Guy for all your spice needs. The Spice Guy. Spicy. Born in Breck, raised in Denver. TheSpiceGuyCo.com. Listen up, barbecue lovers. Greg Holland back here for Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. Proud Souls is Denver's authority of all things barbecue. Do you rule your neighborhood with the best backyard barbecue? From beginners to pitmasters, Proud Souls has all the equipment you could possibly want. A variety of wood, pellet, and charcoal grills and smokers. Award-winning pitmasters and owners of Proud Souls, Dan and Tony, have a passion for barbecue, and it shows. Located on 25th and Federal, Proud Souls retail store is bursting at the seams with your barbecuing essentials, the Spice Guy spices, and superior flavored fuels for your pit like hickory, mesquite, oak, pecan, cherry, apple, peach, maple, grape, and a variety of blends. Hit their website, ProudSoulsBBQ.com, for delicious hands-on barbecue classes and get information on current promotions and deals. For the best in barbecue, locally owned and operated on 25th and Federal, there are guys, Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. That's Proud Souls BBQ.com. What do you get when you have two women who love to play with corn? A unique craft distillery, of course. Let me explain. Hi, my name is Alex Tudor. My mom and I own Meridian Spirits, located right here in Colorado. Chances are you've seen our award-winning coop gin and coop vodka on the shelves at many fine local retail locations. Here's our mission. 
My mom and I believe that family is important, and our business is a reflection of that. When you taste our delicious and locally crafted spirits in a cocktail or by themselves, you'll taste our passion for what we do. Hear our story and watch our progress this year on the Modern Eater. We love to share because everything is more fun with friends. Next time you choose a vodka or gin, consider us. Meridian Hi, this is Lori Midson. I'm a food hack, a.k.a. food writer. I was just told that I could put my lines. And you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, we are back with the Modern Eater. And uh, continuing our discussions of beer, we've got uh, Zach Nichols from uh, Cellar West Brewery. And, uh, Zach, let me ask you, um, tell us a bit about the brewery and the, and your your theme, what you focus on. and. Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, uh, Cellar West, I originally opened in uh, Boulder, Colorado in the very beginning of 2017. And uh, we are focused on Belgian farmhouse ales primarily. So lots of, uh, similar to brews, um, you know, lots of Belgian influence kind of beers. And uh, we've started to kind of delve into to lagers and, and some German style beers a little bit more. But um, our bread and butter is definitely the... Uh, the you know Belgian saisons and oak age beers and things like that. Oak which aging is delicious, is, by the way. The the, the uh, this this one, which one? Feed feed your head. Uh, yeah, this one right yep. here, man. That was so good. Is this a new one that you're? Um, I wouldn't say it's new. We've had that one around for I don't know a little while now. That's uh, it's kind of a fan favorite. So the mushroom uh, mushroom oh. infused. Where are we going with that? No, feed no your mushrooms. Head. Like no that, mushrooms uh, in that beer. But uh, I like. But it could make you feel real well. It could. I mean, I do all the label art um, as well, so I get to get really? to have fun with all that. That's yeah. Fantastic. Yep. Um, your website. Uh, yeah, sellerwest.com. Bet you have a lot of uh, your beers labeled up there as yep. well. Yeah, we've got all of our art on there and bottles and all that stuff. Well, yeah. you've got to sell a ton of this, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah it's I mean, a that is one. an incredible beer. I, it's bottled. So are you yep. in uh, liquor stores? and We are. Around yeah, town? so we actually just uh, started working with Culture Beverage, who is uh, the, the Colorado distributor for Shelton Brothers. So uh, are you guys familiar with Shelton Brothers? Oh, or? no. Shelton Brothers is uh, one of the kind of premier importers of, uh, you know, higher-end uh, European beers from Germany and Belgium. And um, and recently they started their, their own uh, sort of Colorado distribution chapter called Culture Beverage. So we were actually the first Colorado brewer to sign on with them. Um, so we fit really well into their portfolio. Um, like, lots of, yeah. yeah, you know, real authentic Belgian beers, and then we sort of do our spin on it as well. But, uh yeah, so they do uh, just about all of our distribution for us. So you can find uh, bottles of our beer around uh, around Denver in the Front Range. Um, you know, we uh, we tend to do best uh, with the kind of beer that we make in sort of corner, uh, you know, more specialized wine shops, things like that. Um, oh, really? Yeah, you're probably not going to find our bottles at, uh, you know, the the corner grocery or uh-huh. the, the like the, you know, gas station that's, Selling sure. thirty racks, but the big guys like, like the yeah. Argonauts and the Applejacks. Yeah, Argonauts it? got our beer. Applejack has our beer. Um, yeah, yep. I, I've got to tell you, I've never had or even heard of the double saison. Where'd you? Yeah, it's what? it's not really a style. It's sort of so basically, we brewed a big saison and we were like, okay, how do we brand this yeah, or market it? What do we call it? Sure. You know, okay. Do you know um, what saison is? No, give it. It, tell it us. means season. Okay. And it was beer that farmers brewed for their migrant workers who would come around and help them during the harvest. And they would have a contract, so they would provide lodging 
and food and up to five liters of beer a day. Keep them happy. Yeah, and so what happened is they figured out that, you know, the workers, the best workers were going for the farmers that made the best beer. Interesting. And so uh, the Saison style uh, started. Originally, it was fairly low gravity, so these larger ones are, you know, more of a modern thing, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, they're delicious, and this one is an excellent example. Yeah, this is definitely going to be more of a, a modern twist on the Saison, not just the, the alcohol percentage, but... Uh, we dry hopped it with Mosaic and Equinot hops, which are two American okay. hop varieties, kind of a fruitier hop variety. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, definitely not like an IPA style beer, but getting a little bit of that kind of fruity American hop character in there. Um, and this does uh, have Britannomyces in it, which is going to be a wild yeast that is, uh, you know, giving it that sort of like uh, funky, dry uh, character that yeah. is a little bit different. I love this because, wow. so he, he probably terrible correlation here but it, i feel like this is the millennial version of charlie <laughs> right here no and, and i don't know if this is wrong or right but it, belgian saw beers what he's doing right is this bastardize it you know it's so traditional in the belgian styles and here's a double it's like this how is, dare you young man this of- is the least traditional of all the belgian styles because it was basically homebrewed on farms by farmers and they would use whatever ingredients they had, so they were all different. Yeah, I mean, that's why the workers would say. But do you like the direction of how this is what you're seeing? Because this is an interpretation of what I'm seeing from you, right? Yeah. This is your expression of Belgian-style beers. And I think your expression is maybe a little more traditional, Charlie. Um, not so much. We, we brew a lot of different saisons. We brew some strong ones. We brew some more traditional, you know, lighter ones. And, uh... You know, we like them all. So, what do you think of what they're doing? I, th- I, I, I think, mean, I, I think he's doing a great job. Yeah. We actually did a collaboration uh, with the Cellar West a while back when did a did a blackberry beer that came out awesome. And uh, so. I love to see it though, and and I know where I know where Greg was going. He he got off the rail there a little no, bit. It was perfect. But I well, think, but but the but they're both call. they're both. I, I think these are both two mature guys who really are doing something special. I mean, and that's I, I what I would say. I about the styling of the Belgian-style beers, um, the traditional sense of that, and I see a little bit of tweaking that you're doing here, and, and I like the expression, personally. Yeah. And, and that might be something that Charlie wouldn't be at the liberty to do within. Well, yeah, you know, we actually do a lot of tweaking yeah, yeah, ourselves. Yeah. You know, so Saison is a style that's really been embraced by American mm-hmm. craft brewers. Interestingly enough, the Belgians aren't that wild about Saisons. They consider them, you know, country. Yeah. And uh, where they've been embraced is in the U.S. and the innovations with them, you know, taking the style further than just the traditional way is really. uh, Why wouldn't the migrant workers get more of a complex beer, Charlie? Well, they they might get a complex beer, but they didn't want to give them a strong beer because they wanted them to work, to work in the afternoon. Work, yeah, exactly. You know, so if they bring it out at lunch, they didn't really have potable water out in the fields, so they would serve beer at lunch. Because that is a, a very sessionable beer, though. You could drink many of these. Yeah, that's a nine percent ABV beer, but this really? one it drinks like it's five or six. Holy percent. yeah, it, it really drinks light. Yeah, w- would it be considered sort of like the American lager in in a sense of that lighter? Or the Pilsner, or no? Because uh, I would say, you know, for me, a similarity that I see between those styles would definitely be, you know, they're dry, um, so you can drink a lot of them. Um, thirst quenching. Yep, thirst quenching, dry. Um, so there's some crossover there, but stylistically, they're they're quite different. I mean, all the way down to ale yeast, which is what you know saison is made with, is quite different than lager yeast. Um, just the way it functions, and but he um, put he put Britannomyces in this, which is yeah. a wild yeast. 
that's very typical because, you know, there would be all sorts of wild. I mean, it was homebrewed in a barn. Yep. So there's all sorts of wild microorganisms in the air that get into it, and you've simulated that rather well. Right. So Saccharomyces is essentially brewer's yeast. Um, and so we have Saccharomyces, which is like your, your standard beer-making yeast in this beer. And then we add Britannomyces, which is a wild yeast that's in the air all around us all the time. And so on these Belgian farms, you know, they're not trained brewers. So uh, cleanliness is not first and foremost. So, you know, this wild yeast is getting into these beers and uh, creating these sort of funky characteristics. And uh, we try to sort of bring that, you know, back into the fold by, you know, getting a, a pure culture pitch of Britannomyces and adding it to the beer. I've learned so much tonight. The farmhouse ales, right? talking about that that's cool you guys we have to do like an hour with you two talking about this stuff (laughs) truly time flies too much you killed it man i mean really great job uh that was really really good we're going to come back and we are going to uh, how can people get more information yeah so uh we actually we've moved our location to lafayette uh so we moved to a larger location outside of boulder and lafayette um so we've got a tap room brewery there that's open every day but if people want to learn more um go to sellerwest.com we've got an instagram page facebook all that jazz. And find so. out where you can pick it yep. up. Also, this is an incredible beer, folks. I know. Go, go try this. It's awesome. it's awesome stuff, and that's not the only one they've got. So. Yeah. Run. Hopefully, see you guys collaborate some more in the future. Yeah, Lots we have it. in the past, and uh, we would love to. Yeah. Who's up next in Boost in the News? Uh, Boost in the News tonight. We've got Eric Strom with Palmer. and yeah, Balmer Peak. Palmer Peak in Colorado, folks. Palmer Peak. Great job, you guys. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> Thanks. No, I was saying, he, like, I was threw saying, that. Uh, little Richard's in my way, so I, I didn't. I got to write that down and put it in front of me. Charlie, you're going to stick around. We'll come back. Yeah. Losing the news on right. iHeartRadio coming up next. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. You know what's funny? I only blocked the guests at the end of the show. I'm so short at the first guest you can see. Hey, look who I've got here. I've got the undisputed king of Colorado beverage alcohol thank you so much rich it's really honored to be here i appreciate you having me on the show like royalty i love when kevin comes here tell us about your your child here sure i'm the editor of this magazine it's called colorado beverage analyst magazine so basically it's a one-stop reference for the trade in in colorado anything beverage that you want to know about is in this magazine so this is good for like beverage uh beverage directors bar managers liquor store owners portfolio managers so a trade publication it's got uh articles news and uh where you can buy spirits uh, from which distributor and um, all kinds of information you want to know if you're running a beverage business how do i get this you're going to uh, subscribe to this as a monthly publication which i put together uh you go to uh, beveragemedia.com um the company's called beverage media group they're based in new york city beveragemedia.com yes you know if you want to get the best information you're going to get it from the best mind in the business that's this guy Thank you, Rich. We'll be back in just a few. We've got our final words from Growers Organic Colorado Mills and A-plus beverage. We'll be back. Freeman with Groomin' Until I Read. The Modern Eater Talk Show. Do you care about where your food comes from? I do. Do you want from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery. Okay. All right. All right grown, transported, and chefs, growers organic. Sure, you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner, your nightly special, or your regular menu items. Join the organic... (laughs) Sounds good. Apodaca, just like the pitching coach. Hey, chef friends. Just like the old pitching coach. 
tortillas. Rockalitas, known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips, served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you, too, want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant-tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper-local, Colorado-grown, cold-pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Firing in the live read. Camrock Growers Organic and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado Mills. Anything to your mohawk. No. Next up. Next up. Okay, back to the show. Uh, Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions right now. I don't have Jeff Rourke's copy in front of me, but I don't You need don't it. need it. No, seriously. Um, might need it for the phone number, but probably not. I call Jeff all the time, just like you should. He's building out the best custom tap lines around. He's the most trusted man in the industry. And that's what it's all about. The beer tasting the way the brewer intended it to taste. Tap lines are important. So is maintenance. He'll do them both. If you're pouring inefficient beer, what are you doing, boys? You're pouring Pouring your money money down the drain. Please don't pour your money down the drain. It's a phone call away from Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your Booze News. I booze in the news, all the booze news right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Uh, Balmer Peak Distillery. Say that five times just quick for me, you guys. Uh, Balmer it- Peak Distillery. Balmer Peak Distillery. Balmer Peak Distillery. Balmer Peak Distillery. Balmer Peak Distillery. Perfect. See? So right. you, awesome. did, you live, did you live around there when you grew up? Where'd you grow up? Balmer Peak? True. Uh, I did not hit my Balmer Peak until I was in my 20s. Um, okay. Wow. Uh, but, yeah, no, we, uh, we're both actually from the Phoenix area. Um, really? Yeah. How'd you get turned on to Balmer Peak? Um, well, you know, I, when we turned 21, we were uh, able to start experimenting with booze, and uh, I think okay. that's when we, we yeah, found our... Yeah, you waited until uh... you were 21, <laughs> I'm sure, boys. Look, my mom's right. watching. Uh... <laughs> Eric Strom, Austin uh, Adamson. Uh, who's Eric? Who's Adam? Eric. Eric. Austin. Yeah. Austin. Good. Good to see you guys. Uh, let's learn. And they, Charlie Gottenkin, do you know Charlie? Yeah, yeah, we yeah, met earlier. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. This is going to be fun. I've been We're... eyeballing those bottles all night, so. Have you really? <laughs> yeah. What catches your eye? Clear whiskey. Clear whiskey. Yeah. Well, basically, it's just uh, whiskey that's not being aged yet. Aged for a minute. <laughs> yeah, technically. <laughs> for no less than one minute. All right. Uh, guys, you have an interesting model here. You like to uh, make spirits, right? Yeah. Where are you located? Um, we're in Lakewood, uh, kind of right up against Green Mountain, um, Alameda and Xenon. Traditional, as you would imagine, a distillery to be. Talk about I mean, paint a picture <laughs> for us. Uh, so we're a real small building, a little less than 1,500 square feet, uh, split right down the middle. So half of it's a production area and half of it's a tasting room that we do uh, some classic so cocktails, cool. some, some house specialties, a handful of tiki drinks. I would have never even gotten through licensing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I mean, it's yeah, so hard it to do all of that stuff. But here it is. You guys, uh, How old are you guys? You're in your 20s still, uh, right? 30s. 30s? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Not the, and you're hemorrhaging money. And you're trying to figure. You're trying to figure out how does this business model? I mean, you're making spirits. Yeah. Theoretically, you should make money. Right. Right. I yeah. Mean, look at. <laughs> but, we, we've only been open for two months. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. going well so far. Where'd you find these guys, Jay? 
I, you know, this is the truth. I have no idea. <laughs> we were wondering how you found us too. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, I search the internet. You know, I look for stuff, right? Sometimes it comes from other guests on the show, and sometimes I just came across it. And you know what got me is, and I should have uh, uh, tried to talk him into bringing me a shirt. Is uh, the 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 soup can uh, logo? Soup. That's what got me. You know that. That would me. look good on you, Gibby's during I, a UFC I, fight. Yeah, that's where I'm going at the end of, at the end of tonight. I know you are. Guys, I find it so fascinating, especially in the spirits world, of all of the different models. The traditional model that's there, you know, like um, you'll have Sean Smiley at uh, two. He, he wants you to suffer. <laughs> you need to suffer and go through this and age your spirits. And, and, you know, you put on your, are you distilled by, fermented by, bottled by? You know, where are you getting your stuff? Are you mixing? Are these actually your spirits? And then you got... Mike Myers from 291. He's yeah. like, I'm going to turn everything on its ear. I'm going to force stave some stuff, smaller barrels. I'm going to get this. I'm going to mature quickly, and I'm going to win awards across the board yeah. of, like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll mess with your palate. You have a traditional palate? Okay. This is not the traditional method, right? <laughs> so you guys are aging stuff in four days. Yeah. Yeah, um, talk about what you guys are doing. Uh, so we we yeah we do rapid aging um, for for a lot of our products. Uh, our golden uh, rum here is is one example. Um, we take glass containers, five gallon glass carboys, um, put in our our rum overproof, you know, 120 proof. Uh, throw in some charred oak spirals, and then take that. Do you glass- see my ghetto, ghetto aging up there in that little fish? Uh, oh yeah! I can't believe he just showed you that. And even, Why? even called it anything except an experiment? No, uh, valid experiment. Um, the, Thank we, you. We, we take it uh, one step further, and we take those glass containers. Oh, your and license, we, too. Yeah, yeah. theoretically. Yes, um, we take that glass container and put it into a hot water bath, uh, a sous vide, uh, heat it up to 150 degrees. As you will. <laughs> uh, hold it, hold it at that temperature, and. And then um, cycle it. So the, the container is maybe 75% submerged. Um, and so what that, that does is it actually creates a circulation. So it heats and cools itself like a lava lamp. Um, and then that kind of, it, it pressurizes and then the bung pops out. Um, so there's oxygenation happening. Um, and then, yeah, we, we cycle the temperature. Um, so we, in, instead of just kind of, you know, throwing the spirals or staves yeah. or whatever in there to do the rapid aging, you're kind of simulating a couple other things that are happening naturally in, a, in an aging process. What are you finding the taste to be like? It's really good. <laughs> uh, Where did we, you get the idea to do this? I yeah, mean, that yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah. Science geeks. We're on it, the internet it was a lot. An <laughs> yeah, it was an accident. Uh, we uh, early on, we were just kind of like, "Oh, let's see what uh, what doing it'll do." Did it in a little tiny mason jar, and you know, the next day we came in, and we're just kind of like, oh, "It's man, probably like this, how do we make money like without <laughs> sitting on our stuff for four years?" Yeah, so, yeah, we, yeah. We just kind we just kind of did it to see what uh, what put in a in a bath would do, and the next day we came in, it tasted great. So we've I like been doing these that dudes. since. Okay, couple minutes. Is left here it is what what's your business model now what do you have and how are you disseminating it uh yeah eric if you want to make yeah, a quick so, cocktail uh oh yeah uh, while i while i uh explain our yeah. lineup here um, so uh we've got our, our our rums um that's kind of what we use it's a, it's a a pure molasses fermentation uh we we do we do grain to glass or molasses to glass we we mash ferment distill um so we've got our silver rum this is a, a clean silver rum um and then we've got our golden rum which has been oaked in that process uh but this is a, a dunder rum um so if you're familiar with sour mashes for whiskeys this is a similar technique applied to rum 
we we take uh, the leftover uh, distillate, the stillage, the the pot ale, the dunder, um, and we let that continuously ferment and grow and and build these deep acids and high esters. Then we use some of that into a new batch, and that becomes a dunder rum. Um, it gets really funky, kind of oh, spicy, earthy, vegetal. It's just really interesting flavors. Um, and it, it, it balances really well, wind oaked especially. Um, and then, of course, we've got um, our white whiskey, uh, which is made uh, with specialty malts. So it's peated malt, crystal malt, Munich malt, uh, pale malt. Um, we get most of that from Loveland, uh, except for our peated malt, which comes from Scotland. Um, and you just get all that flavor from those grains. We don't get, you know, it's, it's aged for no less than one minute uh, because it has to be to call it whiskey. Uh, but you get the flavor of the grains, uh, and it's really interesting. There's, there's chocolate notes. There's coffee. There's a hint, of, a, a whisper of peat uh, throughout. Because we, you did that all without a breath, which I appreciate. <laughs> in my, fi- in my 58, it. 50, or 59, 50, Don. Fifty-nine, fifty. Okay, cool. Don Apodaca. He got. He bought us a minute. That's cool because I wanted to have a minute because now you have one minute left to talk about how people can get your spirits or learn more information. Uh, yeah, I mean you can go to BalmerPeakDistillery.com. Uh, we're pretty active on all, all social media. Thanks, um, boys. Grab a grab a drink. Uh, um, you can visit our website um, and you can find us at one two three four seven West Alameda Parkway in Lakewood. Um, we've got a like a a small bar tasting room, uh, mid century tiki inspired. Um, a lot of, you know, 15 different cocktails that Eric here has crafted uh, together with our spirits. Yeah. I like how you're running with the rum. Yeah. yeah. Rum runners. Yeah. That, right that was rum. Uh, that's our gin. Um, gin, okay. So that's kind of our, our version of the last word. Um, Good job, guys. So, wow. Yeah, it's an Australian. Make, it's a, everything we make in-house, yeah. Good. Thanks You're the mad scientists on. of uh, of spirits making. <laughs> I like it a lot. I really do. Very innovative. Uh, thank you, everybody involved tonight. Uh, Chef Dane's Kitchen, he did a great job. Kevin Galaba here with us tonight. Thank you, Kevin. Charlie Gotten, Kenny Brews Beers. Exciting stuff going on with you guys and our friends, the cast and crew. For Jay Parker, uh, Dave Avery, Kenyon George, Little Rich Schneider, and Brian Freeman, myself, Greg Hollenbach. See you next week. Ross Kaminsky in the morning. And Dan-